and welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney, and we're sharing episode 31 with you today. Yes. 31, we're, we're accumulating more and more. I like that you didn't say it was a milestone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know now I can't say that anymore, so you know, it's fine. <laughs> Last one was though. So, I'll have to you limit know. you to like, sets of 10 or... Yeah, or yeah, yeah, like the 40 is like the next one, so you know, not mm. too far away. Um, and... As we're recording this, it's nearly, as you can probably tell from the title of the episode, I mean, true. <laughs> a very special occasion, uh, depending on you know whether you celebrate it or not. Oh, true. So, yeah, so a very big boo to you, as today is a Halloween-themed episode. Yes. Um, so you might be thinking, that's not what you said. You lied to <laughs> you me. We are liars. advertising. <laughs> that's not the programme that you were promised. This is true. Um, we did promise you our second instalment of our Disneyland Paris. We can Paris. only apologise for being a letdown. Yes. We, we, we've had things happen to us we've had illness we've had family stuff and it's just it's just it's just not worked has it no and then and then before you know it it's nearly halloween so we were like right we kind of need to do the halloween one first so that is why we're bringing you the halloween episode now um so hopefully this is a nice surprise (laughs) (laughs) hopefully because it's the only one you're getting this week so yeah but don't worry you will still get the disneyland paris part two episode that'll be our next episode and it will be this time it it will be. I wouldn't say it too sure in case one of us gets ill again. I'm making it happen. If even if I do it on my own, it's happening. Oh, I see. So if I'm ill, I see how it is. No, I'm joking. Yeah, never. No, nothing's ever set in stone. But that's what's so wonderful <laughs> about us, you know. Um. So yes, thank you for listening to our previous episode. Because yeah, we had some nice comments about that. Nice, nice Which, review. To be fair, it could also be considered kind of Halloween, Halloween vibes. Yeah, like yeah. Day of the Dead. So you definitely seeing episode thirty is is more Halloween vibes. I would say. Yeah, yeah, an additional one. Yeah, so cheeky extra. Many options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and can you believe our last Halloween episode was episode seven? Wow, that's... it's been a year since then. Obviously. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's that is crazy. That's like really when you think about it, like one of our first episodes. Really, like I feel like we were mm. still kind of like you know getting into like the groove yeah. of being podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's bizarre that it's like a year ago, and yeah. to look at like how far, how many episodes we've done since then is, is, yeah, is mental. Well, so we've done twenty four since then, right? Look at you with your maths. <laughs> twenty four episodes since that. That's that's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of that actually. Yeah, you know, bearing in mind, like this isn't our full time job. No, you know, no, this is true. Oh, and also, can you notice that this is episode thirty-one and mm. Halloween's on the thirty-first? Oh, see, maybe it was planned all it's along. It's meant to be. Maybe you know, <laughs> you make up your mind. <laughs> true. See, listen, like the Halloween gods work in mysterious Clearly. ways. <laughs> um, so, if you want even more Halloween content from us, then head over to episode seven, um, where we it's similar to this episode, but we do a hocus. It's like hocus pocus themed instead. Yeah, um, which is one of which is our favorite, like one of our favorite yeah, ones ever. So it's quite a long one. For is that it? Reason. Was it actually? Yeah, I can't yeah, even that, remember. That particular discussion is quite long. Interesting, but I recommend it. because we love that film. So if yes. you um, are a fellow hocus pocus fan, or you just love Halloween, and you haven't listened to episode seven after this one and you want more yeah there is more you're welcome yeah (laughs) but today we'll be sharing general disney halloween chat and a review of the nightmare before christmas 
Yes. Uh, which I think will be interesting um, because yes, it's one it that I've seen many, many times mm-hmm. um, and it's Rosie's first time having seen the film. So yeah. I think it will be an interesting discussion. Yeah. Quite yeah. different to last year's Hocus Pocus discussion, I think. Yeah, when we're both very much on the same page and level with that one, whereas this one, I feel like... This might be like the first one where we have properly different opinions. Yeah, yeah, I think possibly. We'll see, we'll see. Just yeah. stay tuned to find yes. out. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. And that brings on to Disney fun fact number one. And they are, of course, all Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. So in the Nightmare Before Christmas, Danny Elfman is responsible for all of the music in the film, but he is also the singing voice of Jack Skellington. He also voices Barrel and Clam with the tearaway face. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so this is, I'm going to drop in some Disney knowledge here. Um, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that I love the Disney Four Scores playlist. Strongly recommend if you are um, a Disney music fan or just like learning Disney facts. Um, it's an official Disney podcast where um, the, the host sits down with composers from Disney films from things like... Um, from things like Nightmare Before Christmas through yep. to Marvel, through to Cruella, through to like um, Coco, like yeah. a, a real vast range. And then Alan Menken did one recently, obviously mm. with like every Disney film ever. Um, so strongly recommend that podcast. Um, but their recent one was on Nightmare Before Christmas and he, and he talked about the fact that like when he was writing Jack, he was writing it and he was like, I have to sing this. Mm. Um, and he was like, I've got to have the conversation of asking. And Tim Burton was like, no worries, you're going to sing Jack, it's fine. Um, yeah. Which is quite unusual. Yeah, it is. For him to write all the songs, write, like obviously compose the music, record yeah. them all, and then sing himself as well. Pretty yeah, impressive. It is. But you, I can understand why he was like, actually, I want, I want to sing this song. Because like, I mean, they're, they're great songs. They so are. And fair. I will, I will, well... I could talk about Danny Elfman for ages because that podcast is so good. Yeah. But he basically, like, and I'll talk about this a bit later, but he re-identified with the character of Jack and, like, his journey and all that kind of stuff. So he mm. he felt he put a lot of himself into the character mm. um, and into the song. So if he, it was almost like he was writing them for himself anyway. Yeah. Without knowing it, so... Oh, that's there interesting. But I didn't know that, and I think it's and the, his speaking voice is, is a different actor. Yeah, uh, and I don't think you can tell at all. No, you can't. No, uh, very impressive. Very yeah, impressive. that's an interesting fact. Yeah, thanks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One might say it was a fun fact. Well, yes, you'd hope. <laughs> so to get us into the Halloween mood, we're going to do some quick. Uh, quick fire Halloween questions. We did this in our previous episode as we well, did. in the previous Halloween episode, not for Coco. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit weird. Mm. Um, so some are Disney themed, some are inspired by Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which neither of us have actually gone to, Still. which is um quite sad. But we said this last year, and nothing has changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah. So we're just gonna skim over that. <laughs> but it's fine because it's not actually happening this year, so technically no, we're, not, we're not missing we've out. Not the opportunity, so it's all right. We're just it's missing all right. the, the boo bash. That's fine. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's fine. During this, we'll just imagine that we are, like, you know, there. So, okay, but the first one then. Okay. So, Mickey's Halloween costume or Minnie's Halloween costume? That is a hard one because Mickey has a hat Mm. and a cape. Yeah, I feel like the vibes of his. But I'm going to go with Minnie's. I actually, I love her dress. I love. I was going to say it's hard, isn't it? Like dresses. Like I feel like I'm always drawn to women dress. Well, exactly. I imagine exactly. myself in that one. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Minnie Mouse's one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go the same as well. I think just because like I love a good like dress, and yeah. I feel like 
a themed dress like for example like her christmas dress oh as well. her christmas i love her christmas dress yeah so like i, I just yeah you're probably right because I, I could wear it i feel like, I'm yeah. like that's that's the one i'm more like um, i look at mini outfits and i'm like i could wear that that's what yeah I'm... <laughs> I'm like i wish i had that in my wardrobe yeah. <laughs> like imagine oh but I just, yeah, I think, like, I mean, to be fair, she has the hat as well, and it's just, like, the colours, yeah. but um, I do like Mickey's cape. I think if we could add a cape to Minnie's, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yes. I love a cape. I always feel like, and anytime I, like, I see a cape, I wear, like, a like a blanket a bit long now, I feel like I have the heartless now. That's yeah. too much. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. sweeping around my, my flat, like. Yeah, that's a new addition that wasn't necessarily um, around last time. Mm, this true. time last year, was it? True, a, a legit Disney witch, like, yeah. Marvel Disney yeah. witch there. Um, oh, what a babe, what a babe. Mm-hmm. Um, that moves on to the second one. So, right, I have to distinguish this one because last year we did sweets or chocolate. Right. And I thought we can't do the same ones again. So yeah, yeah, distinguish. yeah. yeah. So like, like a bar of chocolate or like like a packet of chocolate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's quite hard actually. So like, 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 like a dairy milk bar or like buttons. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, mm. where you, like, you pick something out of a bag or a full yeah. bar. I feel like probably the pieces, chocolate pieces. <laughs> I feel like because I'm quite a snacky person. That is true. I think they're easier to snack on than a <laughs> chocolate bar. But I gladly have both. Um, <laughs> like at the both. same time, like I wouldn't say no to either of them. Mm. But I think I gravitate to more picking up a pack of buttons rather than a chocolate bar. Like first, I think. Interesting. Depends on my mood. It I mean that is or. true. It's either or. Mine's very much depending on my mood. But yeah. I probably go more towards a chocolate bar. I think mm. I've realised that I. I do love a chocolate bar. But then obviously like bits of whisper. Oh, well, exactly. Oh. You've got so many options with the pieces. I know you have a yeah. bar, but you know, but like sometimes the of the pieces. you just want like a solid chocolate. Oh yeah. You just, you just want like a, and like, you know, when you used to go bar. like Halloween trick and treat when you were younger and obviously yeah. you had like the little mini bags and you're like, that's great. Thank you. But then some people would whip out the full size chocolate oh, bars. Or like a chocolate lollipop. Oh, you know, like a Halloween themed one, like a ghost or a pumpkin or something. What that a treat. was a game changer. That that's one. also, I would also pick that as well. Um, <laughs> I would pick chocolate lollipops over anything. Yeah, I, I, yeah, especially novelty ones. As soon that, as you put a chocolate sold. into a lollipop, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So basically, just chocolate is yeah. a yes from both of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one: pumpkin carving or pumpkin patch. Right. Well, I've never been to a pumpkin patch. Ooh, ooh. But I feel like it's kind of exploded in the last few years. Everyone yeah. and their dog has been to pumpkin patch this year. It's a very Instagrammable thing now. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> and I think because pumpkin carving, I'm not gonna lie, stresses me out mm-hmm. because I like I enjoy I enjoyed it when I was younger. I did enjoy it, but I'm not yeah. a artistic person when it mm. comes to drawing. Like I'm bad enough with a pencil and paper. Like, <laughs> yeah, I try my best. <laughs> Yeah. But then when it's a knife and like a 3D knife, it never looks right. And no. then it's all like jagged and then they, they, they kind of die quite slowly, don't yeah. they? And shrivel up. And... So I'm going to go with the patch because I just think that feels more like, it's like a day out. Whereas the... Yeah, it's a day out, an adventure, a bit of, yeah. kind of like nice aesthetic. Pictures. aesthetic I, just, yeah. I mean, I still love pumpkin carving, but I, I just yeah. think like, it's making me a bit of a hassle. It's very messy as well. I So I would go patch as well, purely <laughs> because like carving such a faff. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Who has the time to clear out a pumpkin? And then I feel sorry for my parents it. because when, obviously when we were younger, so myself, my brother, and my sister, yeah, when we were, like we were younger. There was obviously like three of us, and obviously none of us could clear our own pumpkins out. No, so they no. had to clear out three, three. pumpkins. <laughs> I'd be so sick of it after I'd done the first one. I'd be like, right, we're just like, doing one this year. One. Yeah. We're just doing one. We'll all add to this one. And that's it. Because it's such a faff. It's so messy. Mm. Like it. It to me. 
uh, I love seeing when people have carved them really well. Yeah. But like, I'm again, I'm not as artistic as a lot of people. So like, I have it I'm, in my head, but it doesn't happen yeah, with a knife. It never comes out how I want it to. No. So I, yeah, I'm just not really. It's not for me. I appreciate other people's. Not for me. Do you ever it's... find sometimes that like, you you think something will work, but oh, you yeah. forget it's actually a three D object, so then actually yeah. just fall, it just falls off. I always do this with everything, like baking. I'm like, right, this is how it's going to come out. It's going to look aesthetic. <laughs> I'm going to take a great picture. Comes out, and I'm like, that's not worth a picture now. Like, like I think I tried to do like the um, oh, what was it called? You know, in in Harry Potter, where it's like the elves of wand. Oh, the cape and the stone. What are they called? The the Deathly Hallows. Oh yeah. So yeah, I yeah. tried to do that, but then I didn't think oh, it through no. properly. So like when I like joined the lines, it like just fell out. <laughs> I would do that though. Like I feel like I'd planned a design well, and then suddenly like you go yeah, to cut it, it, and it's through. too late. You can't go back. So like, you can rub it out. With pumpkin carving is you can't like it's done, and it's what it is. That's it. Yeah. Then the pumpkin's done. What a waste of time. Like I just although it's too much. clearing them out. I think I've seen a lot more people this year doing things like pumpkin soup and pumpkin yeah, pie. Yeah, pumpkin pie. Like pumpkin I love soup that element to it. Is actually I've had that I've made that before when I worked at a soup, like a place that made soup, mm. and it was actually surprisingly nice. So, I like pumpkin soup. Yeah. I, I like pumpkin everything actually. Like I enjoy eating pumpkin. Flavored things. Visit America when it's yeah. Well, I know I'm trying. <laughs> everything with pumpkin. I was like, Phew. yeah, I yeah, I would love yeah. that. But yeah, patch. I'd yeah. love, I'd love okay. to. Okay, we have to together. There we go. That was yeah. That was easy, wasn't it? <laughs> um, right. Mother Gothel or Ursula? Mother Gothel. Oh, that was that was very quick. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a modern, not modern. You know what I mean? Like more recent villain person. Mm-hmm. I think with a lot of the films, to be honest. Like like I know Gaston's not massively recent, <laughs> but again, like he's more like he's in the nineties. So like mm. I feel like I appreciate like. The newer ones, but Mother mm. Gothel, I just think she's just amazing. Like she's yeah. an awful person, but an amazing <laughs> villain. And her love when she sings, I I just oh. love her. I do love Ursula as well. Like don't get me wrong. Like, but I just I could you know if I had to pick, I have to pick Mother see, Gothel. Those see. two, I have to. Yeah. See, so this one's hard for me because like I haven't really thought about my favorite villain before. I need to kind of sit down and think about it one day. Yeah, but. The, like these two are definitely up there. I love Ursula as a villain. Like I just think I just her level and commitment to her cause. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like extreme. there's so much we don't know about her. Like you know when she sits and she mm. talks about like she she has been wronged in the past. Oh like, yeah, you can tell. You can tell that like she had a thing with Triton and he's like oh yeah, sacked there's her some off drama and... and history there. You just I feel like that should be one of the like, Disney Plus epi- like series that we get is like their yeah. history because I need to know. Well, it's what always happened. the most interesting with villains. Like that's why Cruella was so great. Yeah, like and Maleficent. We, we need we, exactly we need more like that. But I'm, I am going to go with Mother Gothel because it's my favorite Disney film. Yeah, and I do, I do just think she like she's effortless. She is. Or both villains, but then we have poor unfortunate souls. It's so hard. But I it think, is. I think I'm going to go with Mother Gothel just for like her yeah. flair, her flair. It is the flair. It's yeah. the presence she has on the screen when she's on the screen. Like she just. Yeah, true. But I do love Ursula. I mean, poor unfortunate yeah. souls. What a banger! What a they're banger. both. They're both really good. If this was like Evil Queen, and like Ursula, mm, well, be, uh, yeah, Evil Queen. Yeah, unless we're talking about Once Upon a Time Evil Queen, and then it's a whole oh, other then, conversation. then absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regina, oh. amazing. Oh. Right. Okay. So Oogie Boogie. I know who these people are now. Or Mayor of Halloween Town. Oogie Boogie, every time. I've just knocked my microphone over. I got so excited. <laughs> yeah, you got a bit excited there. Goodness. Oogie Boogie, every time. Just yeah. what, what a guy. What yeah. a guy. That's and if fair. you haven't, watch the live. Watch, um, I think, is it Kevin? 
is it Ken Page? I think his name's Ken Page. Mm. He's the guy who sings him when they do the live concerts every year. Just need to watch oh, his performance. Oh, yeah. I've seen bits. I need to watch the whole thing. Oh, my goodness. What a now man. Now I'll appreciate it more. You will. So, yeah. The Mayor of Halloween Town is a bit of a div. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't She's impressed. a bit more. I wasn't impressed with him at all. I thought he could be binned straight off. I was like, what is this character? So Oogie Boogie, I mean, in his, I will get to songs, but his song, goodness, I've had that on repeat the last week. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got more of a personality and he exudes, like, a specific his confidence. energy. Yeah, yeah. We should all, not like the torturing people. No, no, no. But no. his confidence in him and his abilities and yeah. who he is, I think we can all... Yeah. strive towards I that. I appreciated that. I definitely appreciated that. I thought yeah. he reminded me of um oh, I always forget what's the name. Oh. more than that. <laughs> I know. No, hang on. Okay, hang I'm on. hanging. I'm hanging. Everyone think amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to think about you just said it reminds me of um Dr. Facilia like the vibes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the vibes. Like the like, showmanship, isn't it? Yeah, the showmanship yeah. and like his voice even as well. Like I feel like he has actually yeah. quite a similar voice. Yeah. And you know like the wheel like mm. reminded me a bit of like tarot cards and it's all very that sort of thing. Yeah. It? yeah. So yeah, like he reminded me of that, and I also really love Doctor Cillier. So true. Very true. yeah, I was impressed. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Assuming you're the same then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then this question, I wonder what your answer oh. would be. This was one we did do last year, but yeah. I thought like, I can't take this one out. No. Yes, uh, Winnie true. Sanderson or Mary Sanderson? Well, like realistically, Winnie's better. Like she's iconic. I mean. She's she's got her problems. Oh yeah, well I mean as in Mary like, her, is her far presence. is far kinder. It's true. It is true. It is. It's true. Like as much as I hate that I'm Mary, like there Why are do some you elements. Hate that you're Mary. She's great. I just think she's the worst. But <laughs> it's fine. I've come to love her. I mean, I have a plushie of her now, so you know I have yeah. to I have to appreciate. Every time this. I watch it, I get more appreciation from Mary. I just yeah. I, just think... I think she is. It's very funny. Like I think people so funny. think Winnie keeps them together, but actually, I think if you look, it's actually Mary that keeps them together. Like because wow. when because when Winnie has her meltdowns, oh god, like yeah. everyone just calm Mary's down. there, like, like right, let's sort this out. And the calming circle is iconic. Um, true. so true. Yeah, well, I have put Mary for loyalty true. reasons and true. appreciation. You know, she's she's actually, I think she's underrated. She is underrated. Yeah. Um, and she's treated like she's stupid when she's not. Yeah. Um, and she has to ride a Hoover. So <laughs> if nothing else, I give it to her for that. <laughs> what a scene! Uh, I obviously pick Winnie, my main girl. Oh well, yeah, she's of course. A cow. Um, yes. Well, she's not very nice to, to Mary. She's not very nice to anyone, to be honest. No. Except no, myself. Really. <laughs> yeah. And a book. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, but again, her confidence, I mean, her confidence, her commitment. Um, yeah, oh, God, her commitment. My favourite bit. Is, but it's when, you know, when they come out, spoiler if you haven't seen Ogus Pocus, when they come out of the the, the guild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Bert, and she's, <laughs> she's like, I want my book. Yeah. Je voudrais mon livre. <laughs> she definitely has. It's her face. At first, it's like her face is iconic. And her then facial expressions. her lines are oh. iconic. And it's that walk. I know they all do it, but like when they all walk on the road. Oh. Her, her comebacks as well are just I know. like, she's like, go to hell. And she's like, I've been there, thank you. It's quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, she kicks off. I put a spell on you. So, you know, there's also well, that. True. Um, we could go on forever about this, though. So, it's <laughs> true. But I think, yeah, I think like ours kind of they do match. I mean, when we went to me and Rosie were in the Disney studio the week, and this song came on, and I did start dancing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you joined, you joined in eventually. <laughs> I did, I was singing. Um, the dancing I was reserving 
uh, a bit. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, Fine. yes, we, we move on. We move on. Okay, next. Gaston or Scar? Oh, do you know what? I wrote these questions and I'm regretting making them so hard. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. Mm, I'm going to go Gaston. It's, mm. Mm. But it's, mm. it's just hard because, like, as a music fan, I, I look at their songs. Yeah. They've both got incredible songs. They have. But then I suppose if we look at, like, consistency, yes, Gaston's song is much mm. better in both films. Well, that, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. to Scar's spoken word poem in the second in the live-action film. Don't get me started. I know. Um, I know. I, I know. think... Because Scar is, like... Evil, evil. Like Gaston doesn't. I'm gonna say doesn't kill anyone. We just tried to, but like yeah, but he's not quite as <sighs> evil as Scar. I know what you mean. Scar just does it, does it like without even. Scar's very manipulative, isn't he? Yeah, as very manipulative like... and vindictive. But then like, to he... be fair, I think Gaston plays the fool quite a bit. Like you know, like, when he gets like mm. Marie's section and stuff, yeah, and then he tries to build a whole like bravado, like I am Gaston. Blah, blah, oh blah. yeah, he wanted that song. He loved. He was loving that song and like. Yeah, I feel like he's. But actually, I think when you get through to the mob song, you see that he's actually very manipulative. He's, so yeah, and very mm. he has violent like mm. look in his eye by that he's point. Very violent. Well, he wants when he wants something, mm. he won't stop. And actually, no to be fair, what. I feel like Scar. I'm going back on myself now, but I feel like Scar has more of a reason to be annoyed because he's been like he was. They literally called him true, Scar. True, <laughs> actually, because all this is an aid of is Bell really with Gaston. Yeah. So actually, Whereas Scar has got like deep set family. Yeah, resentment. he's actually got like actual issues. <laughs> well, yeah, and he. He was, you know, he is kind of banished and treated like yeah. the outcast. Gaston's just um, like it because he can be. So, although yeah. I would like Gaston sort of film or prequel, or I know we're going to get the series we're with. Them, aren't we? yeah. yeah, yeah. So I heard, I heard a bit about that on the uh, for score podcast. Um, oh. Alan Menken's working on that at the moment. So. Oh, that's exciting. So yeah, yeah. Yes. So, okay, I haven't really given you an answer, have I? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, you kind of didn't really say which one. <laughs> no. Um, my gut is saying Gaston, so we'll go yeah. Gaston. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine's Gaston as well. But I mean, the fact that poor Scar was like literally called like Taka, which means waste. I know, but I will Haley. never, I'll never get over the fact that he just lets I him mean, to die. It's true. his own brother. Didn't just let him die. He literally flings him off the. Well, exactly. Me, so yeah. True. So I'm, I'm, I'll never get over that. That was yeah, life changing when I first saw that. And... <laughs> In the Lion King, so <laughs> okay. Well, we'll move swiftly on from that trauma then. Yes. Um, ghosts or skeletons? Oh, mm, I think skeletons. To be honest, like they're more fun, aren't they? They're a bit more fun, and they're a bit like more, like less serious in the sense that like ghosts could exist. I know skeletons exist, right? <laughs> but do you know well, what I mean? Skeletons are not a real thing, like... everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but skeletons aren't scary because we are a skeleton. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I know we could be a ghost if ghosts exist. Yeah, your, your logic isn't really working but like, out. But I get I what you mean. I don't like the idea of there being ghosts. Like, like there could me. be ghosts kind of, like, chilling around. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like, like a that. a skeleton can, is, is not going to walk around on its own. No, like, we are all skeletons, like, essentially. So that doesn't bother me. Like, that's who I am. But a ghost, I don't want people, like... But when you're dead and you're a ghost, you're still you. Yeah, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not, if you believe ghosts exist then you believe you become a ghost. But if you don't believe ghosts exist and then, like, you see a ghost for the first time... Then you better start believing. That's a scary thing. As Captain that, Barbosa I would just say. Think... <laughs> I just think they're more scary. And, but like... actually, this is true. If you think about the of the Caribbean, though, those skeletons are terrifying. True. True. You know when they that start drinking true. the wine? Well, and it goes down the... Well, that's oh. kind of gross as well. Like I think, I think that's the thing. Like Ghosts are less gross 
but I think they're more chilling for me. I'm, mm, I'm more true. scared of the idea of a ghost. You could knock like a skeleton's head off, couldn't you? Yeah, like, a you ghost, you can ghost. just, you can't do anything about that. No, that's ghosts. true. Okay. And yeah. I, I, I like the song that was like, spooky, scary skeletons. Oh, I like that yeah. as well, so we'll yeah, go with skeletons. Good. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that was good. Well done, well done. Group effort. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, last one. Halloween party or Halloween movies? It's hard. Um, I'm going to go party because I do like a party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, do, I love a party. Um, I love getting dressed up and stuff. But like, Halloween... and you are going to one this weekend. As yeah, well, so, so I kind of have to say it, don't I? Yeah, I think yeah. That's probably going to listen. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I do a Halloween party. I do love a Halloween party because I love like mm. Halloween makeup and stuff. But I think like Halloween movies and the run up to Halloween. Yeah, that's a good answer actually. Like Thanks. both, but at different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love a party. Yeah, I think. Mm... You know, like I feel like I like the idea of a Halloween party. I've, I've obviously been to some. <laughs> that makes it sound like you've never been invited. I know to it's like, I, but like I would definitely choose to watch films over going to a party. Like if, you can tell if I had a year the older than me, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm I have my, my priorities youth. straight. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. I'm just because I'm envisioning it now. Because I'm probably going to do a bit of this this weekend, like chilling under a blanket, mm. watching some Halloween films, Halloween snacks. I'll probably be drunk when you're doing it. It's a good setup, to be honest. I, I'm quite pleased with my plan. Okay. So you do you, I'll do me. <laughs> you might get like drunk texts from me. <laughs> we can compare situations. I'll be like, I'm on this film. <laughs> um, okay, interesting. Mm. Well, that concludes our quick fire round. It does. I hope you enjoyed. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Um, that brings us on to Disney fun fact number two. So, did you know that Tim Burton wasn't the director of Nightmare Before Christmas? Henry Selick? Selick? I think Selick, so, yeah, Selick, yeah. Was the director whilst Tim Burton was the producer. That's interesting mm. because obviously Tim's name is plastered everywhere. And I can tell you why this is. Okay, go, do tell. <laughs> this is a running theme throughout the podcast, but basically Disney, mm. Disney didn't have a lot of faith in this. Right. At all. That's interesting. Um, and when they they released it, Basically, mm. they did like one test screening of this with children, yeah. and they hated it. Mm. Um, so mm. Disney panicked and kind of pulled all the marketing, pulled all the merch. Like they just kind of pulled everything. Right. Um, and they because they they were scared, they were worried that it'd be too scary for for kids. So they actually yeah. released it under their like adult. Um, it's like Touchstone Pictures, they're more like adult uh, um, yeah, yeah. production company. Yeah, so to like set it. the tone for what it was. Yeah, yeah, and I think to kind of protect themselves because they didn't really want it to be an official Disney film at that point. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind mm-hmm. of trying to like hide it. Um, yeah. Through so it went through Touchstone Pictures because they thought it'd be too, like too dark and scary for kids. Right. Um, was what they did, and they were kind of again they were worried about. Um, like the reception it would get and stuff. So what they did was they actually re- they released it as like Tim Burton's Nightmare mm-hmm. Before Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and Tim Burton does mention talks about like he talks about like how it felt like he'd become like a brand, and like yeah, that makes sense to be honest. Yeah, um, so it, it's it's interesting the way it is because people kind of assume it's him, but again in, in that for scores podcast, Danny Elfman talks about the fact that he he'd done a lot of directing already and yeah. he wanted to kind of have like an overview of the the, the process at the creatively rather than directing it. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. But like he wasn't as hands on, I don't think, with this as people think he was. Yeah. Um, I think he had a lot of the initial ideas, um, but I don't it wasn't um 
as involved as you would probably think he was. Mm. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it is when his name's like plastered on like the posters, yeah, the cover of the film. Like that's the name you see. Like when you yeah. first look at it, you see the title and then Tim Burton. And mm-hmm. like obviously in recent years, that's probably evolved more and more. As obviously like he's done more as well. Yeah. So like it's probably a bit more of a like draw for people that are like yeah. other Tim Burton films. But still, like I think Nightmare Before Christmas, and I think Tim Burton like at the same time. No, I agree, and I think it was only kind of once he started researching it that I realised I assumed he directed it. Yeah, his name is there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's yeah, it is interesting um, because they were worried that like they were worried basically that their normal core audience would hate the film and wouldn't come. Mm, so what yeah. they did was they kind of plastered Tim's name all over it to kind of bring in a wider audience. Yeah, to, like, like yeah. oh, it's a Tim Burton film to kind of yeah. bring his audience in. Um, and he did talk about the fact that it felt more yeah, like, like like a brand name and like it kind of turned into something else, especially when the director talks about the fact that he wasn't as involved as kind of people thought he was. Yeah. And so you've got to feel sorry for the director, really, because he obviously did a lot and no one really knows mm, his name. No, exactly. Um, That's what I mean. Like his name's not, obviously it'll be on there, but it's mm. not like plastered as much or like as no. visible. No. Um, and imagine like, you know, a, a studio telling you that, they didn't have enough faith in your film, so they're going to sit the producing name on it yeah, to try and sell it better. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of politics around this film, like I say, mm. because Disney just Disney kind of hid it. They didn't, they kind of shelved it for a while as well. Like it was one of those things like that, it it picked up traction in further years. Yeah, um, yeah. And we'll talk about, about that in, in a little minute. But yeah, um, it's interesting history, this film. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so that brings on to segment number two, where we just kind of discuss Disney's um, film selections for Halloween. So Disney Plus's Halloween collection has grown a lot this year, mm. thanks to Star. Um, so we discussed the Disney Plus Halloween collection last year. Obviously, it was a new thing last year with Disney Plus. Um, but this year, it's obviously grown a lot more mature as well because of the yeah. Star content. But they've also added new series as well and movies. So they've, they've introduced Just Beyond, which is, um, uh, I think when I read it, it was like a an anthology series of like... I don't really know, like, 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 what's we're looking for? Like stories. Like... Yeah, but like, um, not not mythological. Like, like, like supernatural. Su- that's the better one. Right, thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like supernatural anthology films and like um, yeah. series. And then they've also released the Muppets Haunted Mansion film. Oh yeah, which yeah. I have not seen yet, but I've I've heard quite good things about. Yeah, I want um, to give that one. I'm very excited. And they've also have the special villain collections too. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So aesthetic. So really they've changed, good. like obviously, like the the covers of things like classic Disney films to the um, villain on the cover. It's really cool. It looks um, amazing. So it's yeah, um, yeah, which is nice. Which they didn't do last year, so it's a nice addition this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it just looks amazing. Like when you look at them all together on Disney. Oh Plus, yeah, yeah. It, it looks, looks so nice. Yeah. And they've done that on their like Instagram accounts as well, where they've kind of like got all of the. The, the film titles, but with the villains next to them, yeah. it adds a whole other level. It's great. Yeah, because when I went to go and watch Nightmare Before Christmas, obviously Oogie Boogie is on yeah, the front, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is like this is different. Um, so I like that. Um, and so of course, some of the most notable Disney films, um, Halloween Disney films, include Halloween Town, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, Frank and Weenie, Coco. See our last episode. Maleficent, <laughs> Haunted Mansion, Into the Woods, Twitches, Descendants, and even a spooky Toy Story short. Um, so we kind of talked about these quite a lot, like I think in our 
episode seven. Mm, yes, yeah, so we, yeah. we won't repeat ourselves. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you're here for new content. But now we have things like series. So we have things like yeah. American Horror Story, The Walking Dead, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is really nice because it's not just like Halloween films it's like horror series that you can watch mm-hmm. at halloween to get in the spooky spirit yeah. and it's all um, in the one place which i think yeah. is really cool is that they've now managed yeah. because of this star edition their collections are much more like a collection rather than like his four films that we've done yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's really like cool. quite extensive now like when you look through it like they've added quite a lot of new things yeah so so yeah i think it looks good it does so if, if you're looking for halloween films this weekend like all you have to do is go to that page oh and you'll yeah find... there's, there's plenty to keep you occupied all weekend mm-hmm. <laughs> and like because i normally love halloween films but i feel like this year i don't know i feel like it just kind of crept up on me like yeah. halloween um, yeah. and i've barely i don't think i've watched i watched hocus pocus yeah I, went did. To, I did i went to the cinema to see that on saturday because they were re- like re-showing it and i was like absolutely yeah um so i saw it in the Odeon on sunday but i think saturday but that's the only halloween film i've i've watched um Mm-hmm. I've watched kind of like most of that before Christmas again. Um, yeah. I've seen this film so many times. It's yeah, the kind of film yeah. that I will watch this one like two or three times a year. <laughs> um, <laughs> like in that like short space like between yeah. Christmas and Halloween. So um, I love this film, um, as, you, as you will hear. So I'm quite familiar with it already. And I was kind of waiting for the right time to watch it. Um, yes. Yeah. But I'm ashamed of myself because I haven't watched as many. And I think this time last year, we talked about wanting to watch more of these films. Yeah, we did. Because we said that we hadn't seen quite a few of them. Mm. Um, and I a thousand percent have not um, yeah. watched any of those Neither new ones. To be fair, you've watched that movie for Christmas, so you've done an extra. Well, one. I've watched a new one, and I have watched a series that's on on this in this featured section. So, and that's new. Had I seen Descendants this time last year? Actually, yeah, I'm sure um, it was in our quizzes by this point. Well, I'm, that's I'm sad. sure it was. Yeah, I thought I'd done well then. But oh, sorry. Not. Yeah, I should have said no. <laughs> but yeah, no, I haven't seen anything new. So, um, have you? Have you? Have you seen any of the new yeah, movies? Yeah, so I've seen a series called The Owl House. I Ooh, don't know if you've heard about it. It's no. an animated series, um, and I think it's on. I think it's on Disney Channel. Like, right. I think that's where it's come from, and then it's obviously on here. Um, because there are two seasons, but there's only one on Disney right. Plus at the moment. So I'm like anxiously waiting. Will they do this? <laughs> like, like, you like, Put it up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically like about like a human who loves like witches and magic basically like loves mm. you know Sanderson sister vibes and then she like actually stumbles across a magical realm Ooh. and then she ends up like training to be a witch it's it's really good i think you'd really like it actually oh, just like quite good. yeah it's good and um it's actually pretty like mature in terms of messages as well mm-hmm, we like, but obviously we like. yeah we do and then it's all about like witches and magic so i love that kind of side mm. of like halloween stuff yeah. like spells and things like that yeah. So I'd recommend that series if you okay. like animated stuff um, and if you're interested. Because there's like partial like Harry Potter vibes there as well. Interesting. Um, so if you like that kind of thing, it's not scary. So if you want horror, that's not, yeah. it's not for you. <laughs> but this is great. I'm really enjoying it. I really want season two. So that's like my, that and the Nightmare Before Christmas are my like two new additions to like Halloween mm things this year all right you show off you've seen well i mean to be fair i mean i'm not gonna lie i don't think that was a lot but you know (laughs) compared to me apparently it is apparently it's good (laughs) i know i feel like i do need to watch haunted mansion because when i said i hadn't seen that i I said i said i made the mistake of saying to people who were apparently quite passionate haunted mansion fans Mm. i said Mm. i've heard i didn't even say it wasn't good i said i've heard it wasn't good oh yeah and they flipped at me i was like oh okay um (laughs) My friend actually hung up on me because I said that, and I was oh, like, wow. 
that's I'm not that passionate about that <laughs> film, so don't worry. <laughs> I need to see that, and I would quite like to watch Halloween Town as well. Obviously, I feel it like I probably good. quite like that film. Yeah, it is actually good. That I want to watch the Muppets Haunted Mansion definitely. Oh, yeah. I'll probably try and watch that this weekend at yeah. some point because I've heard it's good. So yeah, but I've seen lots of the ones on that list. I've seen Into the Woods. I've seen Twitch. I've seen Descendants. Um, Ooh, yeah, there's a Star Wars terrifying tales. I need to watch that as well. well That's definitely for me. You can see the kind of content I go for. I don't yeah. get scary stuff. <laughs> no, we're not really into horror. Like, well, I say that I like the idea of a horror film because I love yeah. the stories are so gripping. Yeah. But I'm so jumpy, and I will. I am as I well, and see... I have nightmares. Yeah, same. Like... Um, but we did watch. Did we watch Crimson Peak? Oh dear. Yeah, we did. We gave that a go. That had ghosts in it, didn't it? <laughs> Which is not a Disney film, um, but just no, a quick aside. It's, no. uh, it's got Tommy Lawson in it, so it's kind of related, you know, Marvel. You know, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I recommend that if you fancy a, a, a horror film that you want to laugh at. Um, yeah, because it was more of a comedy, really. Like, when you think about it. Towards, yeah, towards the second half, it's yeah. a bit, it gets a bit bizarre. It's just um, chaotic, so you kind of have to laugh. <laughs> that's the extent of our horror film. Yeah. And I saw Woman in Black when I was like 15. Oh, so did I. And I went to go and see that actually at the theatre as well. You did, Can you were very confirm. brave. Yeah. After I freaked you out before you went to see So that, that's another thing. I'll add that. I'll add that to my Halloween viewing, <laughs> to be don't. honest. We're chucking it. I'm chucking it in. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Well, then we're so hopefully going to move on to Disney Fun Fact number three before you cheat again. Um, so, The Nightmare Before Christmas was a stop motion movie. So, it took animators about three years to complete the film. Um, so, if anyone doesn't know what this means, it basically means that this film was filmed using puppets. Mm. So, every tiny movement that you see on screen was done physically by a puppet. Jack had over 400 different heads. For his wow. expression, so every time like his head would turn or there, like that was done manually, and then they'd go back to the camera. So it's That's really cool, a painstakingly long process. Um, and the fact that obviously the film, how long is the film actually? It's only an hour and twenty minutes. But the fact that that was taking three three years. Yeah, to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every like hand movement, twist, everything, every leg yeah. movement is manually done, which I just think is incredible. Um, yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Like a lot crazy um, very unique as well like there's yeah. not a lot like obviously there are other stop, mo- stop motion films but it stands out because of this yeah i agree i mean it, it's definitely a defining quality yeah and i think when you know that it gives you more appreciation of the film as well yeah because you can look at it and think wow like the yeah the effort that's gone into just like making someone walk is crazy mm-hmm. um yeah 400 different heads how would you keep track of all i know those? that's <sighs> that's a lot bizarre um, so that moves us nicely into our Nightmare Before Christmas section in segment mm. three. So we'll give you a quick overview of the film and the story um, and some of the reviews and stuff um, because this is probably one of the Disney films that maybe, like I say, Rosie hadn't seen it before yeah. um, this week. I only watched it for the first time a few years ago. So it's not, I don't think it's one that everyone has seen. I think it's important to give you an overview of the film. Yeah, um, definitely, because it is yeah. a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a classic Disney film at all. No. Um, and it was first released in October 1993, the same year as Hocus Pocus, even though Hocus Pocus was in like June or July. Oh, so. yeah, weird <laughs> times. Um, yeah, bizarre. Um, and then, as I said before, it was issued under Touchstone Pictures initially. But then mm. what happened was very slowly they kind of realised that people were becoming a little bit upset. They got like a bit of a cult following. So Disney yeah. actually reissued and re-released the film under Walt Disney Pictures label on October mm. 20, 2006. 
Cheeky, 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 and it's <laughs> honestly like it's been re-released so many times. Um, like in last year, in October mm. last year, mm. it was released in two thousand hundred ninety-four theaters and made one point three two three million dollars over the weekend. Oh, it really does have such a cult following, and that's like twenty-seven years after it's been made. Yeah, like, that's insane, it's and it will keep crazy. going as well. It mm-hmm. just will. It's got that impact. You can see it, like with people buying the merch. People go crazy yeah. for the merch for this film. And I think, but it's funny, isn't it? Because obviously, when it was first made, there wasn't anything. They just, they yeah, literally, like, they... Danny Elfman in that, it's a really good podcast, that, because he goes into such detail. But he talks about the fact that, like, it was really upsetting because they made the film, released it, but it was shoved under the carpet really yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't given the, like, And after three years to make it, it was quite, like, disheartening for them. Oh, yeah, um, I can imagine. But obviously, then it was re released later on, but then it, was, it had a re release in, um, just, so 2006, first of all, then it yeah. re-released 2007, 2008, and 2009. <laughs> um, wow, they're really getting the most out of this, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, because in that podcast, Danny Elfman talks about the fact that they go, it kind of been a bit dead, but then they went to Tokyo, and they were, and all of a sudden in Tokyo there was loads of like merchandise for oh. for it. And then when he was like at concerts and stuff and did other stuff, like people, were, the, the thing people were bringing him to sign were. Um, that was before Christmas stuff, yeah. um, and it got this big traction. So now they do like an annual concert as well, like oh, yeah. a I've live seen... concert. Yeah. Um, I think it sold out like the that massive Hollywood Bowl stadium. Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently he was like, "This is gonna be really embarrassing because we're gonna get like fifteen hundred people," and they sold out. I think it's like twenty five thousand people sold out <sighs> for the live concert. Like it's insane. Um, and this they're doing it again this year. And guess who is singing Sally's part this year? Oh, Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, I know. That's um, I like that. I'm I'm intrigued. I like the idea. Yeah, I think it yeah. sounds quite interesting because Helena Bonham Carter's done it in the past. Um, oh yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be quite interesting. Oh, I like that. But That's... I think that again shows that how the film is evolving yeah, and how it's yeah. reaching new audiences, etc. Which I think yeah. is really cool. Um, That's a bit different. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I wish they'd bring it to the um the UK though because it's only like once a year thing yeah, in, in America. Yeah. So bit gutted it's not here but there you go um so that's kind of the background and, I've, and it's also based on a poem it's actually based on tim burton's poem which oh. i was going to read to you but it's a very long poem so oh, i won't goodness <laughs> <laughs> everyone settle in <laughs> so basically tim burton used to be a disney animator and he mm. wrote the nightmare before christmas poem when he was an animator um mm. and it was then made into a children's book later on with illustration and stuff but it, it's a bit different because it only has three characters but that's what the film was based on so he wrote this poem and it was kind of shelved for a really long time mm. and then disney came back to it eventually um but it's worth having a read it's still got jack in it and stuff like that and zero and, and stuff but oh, it's zero. um I know. yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> even when animals are dead you're obsessed um but yes, so that is um, that's that's where it comes from. The actual plot of the film is quite simple, I think. Um, mm, yeah. Even though the whole the film is quite chaotic, the the plot is simple. Yes, it is. Definitely. So it's based on the idea that like there's this little forest in the middle of nowhere that has doors to different Halloween holidays. So we see like a pumpkin one and a Christmas one and an Easter one. So yeah. we go, we go to Halloween Town and they have just finished Halloween and they're all celebrating because Halloween's been frightfully scary and amazing. And it turns out that, like, the star of the show is Jack Skellington, the Pumpkin King. Yeah. And they all, like, worship Jack, like, some kind of, like, well, like a king. Oh, um, yeah. But we discover that Jack isn't very happy in his role as the Pumpkin King. No. He's a bit sad. He's a bit depressed. He's a bit kind of, like, stuck in a routine, a bit bored. Um, 
and he just you know he's trying to find a new purpose because he just feels like the same old same old every year mm-hmm. um no new challenges for jack and then he goes on a little wander at some point he has a little like listen to his little song <laughs> um <laughs> and he basically ends up in this forest and accidentally finds christmas town mm-hmm. um, what a find. oh what an amazing Which scene I found that. And, it, <laughs> and he is like oh my goodness look at all these christmas things so he he goes back and forth at Halloween, like, and tries to get them excited about Christmas, and no one's bothered. Yeah. Um, so he decides to kind of I'm gonna put steel Christmas in inverted commas because he thinks he's trying to help, but he's also not. He's not quite there with what it is. No, no. <laughs> and, and the thing is, he tries to sell Christmas as, like this warm, loving holiday, and Halloween. <laughs> all, the, all the Halloween people are like saying, like, so do we eat the children? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> And he can't get anyone on board, so in the end he's like, oh, we're going to make a scary Christmas, and he's going to be Santa Claus. So then Halloween Town get to work. It's quite a fast turnaround, really, given that they just done Halloween. They then kind of get to work creating their own Christmas, and as you can imagine, it's quite different to Christmas Town. Um, They go and steal a lot of things from Christmas Town. They actually steal Santa Claus. I was going to say, yeah, including the man himself. (laughs) They kidnap him. Um... And Jack's, but Jack's like steals his, his outfit and stuff. No, Jack has his own outfit made. Sorry, he apologies. Yes, yeah, Sally um, makes it. She does. Um, oh yeah, I forgot Ooh. to mention Sally because she's there, and it's that's my one of my problems with the film. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then Sally is this like lady <laughs> character who yeah. is a bit obsessed with Jack, and like she's really clever, but she's also being kept hostage by this like scientist in a wheelchair yeah who, who created her didn't he yeah a bit like yeah. frankenstein and frankenstein's monster type-esque yeah um, but she's a bit obsessed with jack um so she's kind of just there in the film um and she makes him his suit and whatever and you know they make all these toys where they're like you know people's hands or like things that jump out um yeah. and so santa claus is, is put away for christmas he's like you can have a year off it's fine i've got it covered mm. thinking he's being quite helpful but alas he's not no. um no Jack gets so Jack goes and does Christmas and it's a bit of a disaster, mm-hmm. um, and then Santa Claus almost gets literally ripped to pieces and eaten by Oogie Boogie, who is definitely the villain of this film. Yes, one hundred percent. Even though they're technically all villains in a way, but that's the whole well, story. Well, yeah, they're not. <laughs> but Oogie Boogie is the definitive villain. Definitely. Um, yeah. He literally like stra- straps Santa Claus to like a turntable. <laughs> um. And then kind of Jack, and then Sally comes in to try and help, but then she gets oh, captured too. Yeah. So Jack, Jack then saves them, and and I don't actually remember how it ends to be honest. Um, uh, him, well him, then, him and Sally get together. Yeah, pretty much. Like suddenly, like they're they're all happy Jack's back because remember, yeah, because they, they like, think Jack's, Jack's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. basically, like the, the the human world think that. Because they're getting reports that like the Christmas presents are like coming to life and eating people and like attacking any people, yeah. so that. It, they think that actually like Jack Slay is like a spy or like yeah, a, yeah. A, a, like a war attack. So they mm-hmm. they explode the sleigh. Um, oh, but his reindeers are made out of skeletons. Yeah, very yeah, interesting. That yeah. the genius in the wheelchair made. Yeah. Um, Doctor something. I can't remember what I his name is. Doctor. Really. <laughs> um. <laughs> Doctor Finkelstein. That's it. Oh, funny. Um, it's very yeah. apt for him to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a bit grim, isn't he? Mm. Um, and yeah, and then everything kind of goes back to normal. Like they, they release Santa, and then he fixes Christmas, and then they kind of accept that like Halloween is their thing. Yeah, and Santa makes it snow for them, which is cute. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Part. And apparently, there's a deleted scene that apparently initially, like Christmas Town, then came to 
Halloween oh. town, and they got to experience actual Christmas. That oh. was cut. So that's sad. That's um, sad. And that then, yeah, sad. well, true. And then Sally and Jack just kind of walk off into a hill and sing a song, and that's the end. I think it's quite... I mean, obviously, we'll come on in a second, but their relationship's a bit too quick for me. I mean, that's but... a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so yes. that's the film. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. I'm very intrigued about critic reviews because I I think the critics initially mm. the critics hated it. Well, and then I've read that like some critics actually like changed their review in like 2003. Yeah, that seems to be the case to yeah. be honest because it's all very much positive. Um so like I'm just going to say the scores because you know everyone likes a score. So like on IMDb it's 8 out of 10 which is very solid. Mm-hmm, like a yeah. really th- I can't remember what Hocus Pocus was, can you? I will, I'll check for you. I think it was like 7 you. point If it's more than Hocus Pocus I'm going to cry. 7.8 or 9 I think it was. I don't People think it was 8. People hate on Hocus Pocus and I, I'm I know, not here for I know. it. It's iconic. Um so yeah, 8 out of 10, pretty good. And then on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are given it 95%, which is... Pocus Pocus, sorry, stop Wait, the bus. 6.9? 6.9? The audacity. Is that true? 6.9. That's... Well... No, well, I mean, this is outrage then. <laughs> so then the, the critics have given it 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. Right, well, let's check this on... Pocus Pocus, I'm fuming now. Yeah, check that as well. And then 93% the audience gave it. That's so high. It's a bit much, if you ask me. I think that is a bit high. That's a bit much. Oh my goodness. What is it, like 60? No, so the critics, that's the green one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Prepare yourself. Okay, I'll do the audience first. 71%. Right. Which I'd say is fair to for that film. I think we have a personal connection with it, but I think if you look at it objectively, like it. That's decent. I'll take that. Critics, thirty-eight percent. That's. Do you know what that's worse than Mickey's? Um, Once upon, Once upon a Christmas. Christmas. Do you know what that's actually taken? That's taken it. Like that's the worst one we've I'm seen fuming. so far. Did we not theme over this last year? I d- we might not have done this because I don't think we did reviews in as in detail uh... last year. Someone just put more trick than treat. <sighs> Someone's giving it a one point five out of four. That's savage. Winnie would not be impressed with that. Can you imagine what she Winnie would show his lips together, let me tell you, and stick <laughs> him in a grave. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, not sure how to we'll have to come back that. to this afterwards that's later sh- because... That's um, be a bit. Um, I, right. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> shocked. It's okay, but nothing special. 2.5 you know out of 5. Do you know what I thought like we need to do? Like an episode of just reading through people's reviews of like we one of our favourite films and commenting and basically... Just disputing everything. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Anyway, okay, we'll, we'll look back reviews. at this later, but I'm just sorry. We had to it's share okay. our shock and distress. Yeah, it's all right. It's understandable. 38% my joke. So, critics' reviews. Um, so, uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, they said that I'm not sure I've ever seen a fantasy film that's at once so visually amazing and so emotionally dead. <laughs> I mean, is that a joke? Because they are all dead. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, though, I think they gave it a score. Like, obviously, they give it a score when they review it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a low score, I think. Dead. So, I don't... It was probably, like, a joke. But also, at the same time, they're like, 
no seriously i mean i do kind of i kind of get the point i do a a bit yeah um particularly obviously like they're gonna be a a bit emotionally dead because i mean well they are dead they're dead (laughs) but like some characters that need a bit more oomph oomph, or a bit more screen time or a bit more dialogue or a bit more something yeah so i understand that um it is visually amazing though i agree with that and then Variety, they said that the dazzling techniques employed here create a striking look that's never been seen in such a sustained form, mm-hmm. making this a unique curio. Oh, what a word! Oof, that would appeal to kids and film enthusiasts alike. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely unique. Definitely a striking that. look. Um, and I think that's I, what makes it special. Is that like unique? Yeah, I think it is. It's just like you, you don't associate it with anything else like that no. that's very distinct like yeah. you know what you're looking at there so that's fair it's yeah. fair of you as well and then we went a bit rogue here with seattle times because why not let's oh. branch out um and they said that visually a macabre knockout Ooh. this 75 minute there you go it's exactly 75, exactly minutes, 75. <laughs> fantasy boasts some of the wittiest most vigorous stop motion animation effects mm. in the history of the process well yeah i mean yeah you can't deny that i mean yeah it's i mean yeah yeah it is a masterpiece in that sense definitely yeah. i think you, you can't it's so smooth like yeah you would never think that it was a stop motion film no ever no. and i think when you hit when you actually think about the practicalities of that and how many different sets they have how many different characters they have yeah that is just insane that they've it managed is. to put that together is just bizarre and it's like no matter what your like preference is with like what you're watching and stuff like normally you can still yeah. appreciate the effort exactly. that's gone into it like as a say in a bit like it's not my preferred form i prefer like animation Mm. um in the sense of like a disney classic animation that sort of thing um so for me like it's not my favorite but i can appreciate the the effort that the work that's gone into it and that it is like very clever yeah um i guess so because it's quite a serious film as well and i think lots of like yeah stop motion animation is typically quite like it can be more like funny or kind of like less mature because you can yeah. kind of get away with that like bumbling style a bit more mm-hmm. like i'm just kind of googling like examples of like previous ones and there's things like james and the giant peach do you remember oh, that one yeah. in 1996 that was a stop motion yeah. but i think again you could tell a bit more like chicken run was it was stop motion oh yeah of course yeah that makes sense because yeah wallace and gromit is it as they're well all, yeah um yeah. and obviously as, as we get further through obviously that they, they get better but if you look at the actual like time frame when this was being made mm. um yeah i think it i think it does stand out the fact that it's yeah. the fact that i think it's so unique and the story is so unique and it's so detailed that's not the difference yeah. to me in, in this stop motion it's, most stop motion is quite kind of like basic yeah because yeah, it's yeah. A, a pain <laughs> to like me a everything. few tones of like colors as well like yeah. like that like the palettes like there's not a lot yeah, of and the color. backgrounds aren't normally particularly complex either. Yeah. Um, in, around this time, it's worth mentioning, like around mm. the time of, of this film. Um, but these backgrounds are so detailed oh, and the that, colors. Is it, is it a mountain that they climb up? What oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. That's well, iconic. Yeah, yeah. I knew that that was like this before I even watched this film. Yeah. So I feel like where they go and like kiss, whatever. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> Spoilers! <iconic>. <laughs> so like that's iconic. And I think that's impressive as well. Yeah. Like visually. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, and then Rolling Stones said that Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas restores original originality and daring to the Halloween genre. So brings more daring things to the Halloween genre. Um, and they said that it's a dazzling mix of fun and fright. So 
yeah, I mean... That's a bit of a boring review, isn't it? Sorry, it Rolling is, Stone. Well, I'm not impressed with that they, one, But they honest. also said that it explodes the notion that animation is kid stuff. So it's mm. like, animation can be for adults, it's not just for kids. I quite yeah. like that, actually. Yeah, that is true. I do think a lot of people assume when they see an animated thing, like Owl House, for example, that I said about yeah. earlier, people would look at that and think, that's kid. That's a kid's program, that. But like, if you give it a chance and watch it, it's really deep. And it's, it, it is for adults as well. Kids can watch it, obviously. But, you know. Yeah. Anyone can watch animation. I agree. Um, so, yeah. So there that's critics. And then just a couple of audience to make sure that it's fair, you know. It's called Spiral Hill. Spiral that, Hill. Yeah, oh, that's, that's much nicer than How the mountain. How cool is that? <laughs> that mountain, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> right, this is interesting because I feel like I relate a bit to this review. So this is an audience member. They said, I understand this is a modern Christmas classic. I think it's Christmas slash Halloween, but okay. It's actually, and as we just, approach, if anyone cares, the director said it's officially a Halloween film. But yeah, that, that is the age-old discussion. But there you go. And they said, as we approach the twentieth anniversary, there will probably be a great deal of fanfare. I guess I just do not get it though. <laughs> this is for me. But the, but to be fair, they go on to say, while I enjoy the movie, love the songs. In brackets, they put Danny Elfman is amazing. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think the animation is spectacular. It is unclear to me how it is how it has the strong cult following that it does. See, yeah, I'm I'm with this actually. This is where I'm at with this situation. <laughs> because yeah, I don't get it. I kind of watched it and I was like, cool. Like I appreciated things in it, but I wasn't there like feeling like I'd gained something from the experience <laughs> or went on an emotional journey. Like I went on a journey for sure. But it <laughs> It wasn't like Coco last, like last, like last episode. No. Um, so yeah, I, this is where I'm at. <laughs> but we can we we can expand on this. We'll expand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then another audience member said that along with talented voice actors, this film ends up a triumph of artistic ingenuity. Mm-hmm. Some could construe it as too weird or too stylish, but for the cult audience it's gained over the past ten years, it remains one of Burton's finest accomplishments. So and Henry Selvig. Well, oh, yes, I the know. poor man. The poor know, man has been like erased from this film because he also did Coraline as well. Oh yeah, oh that film's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another person said, "All in all, weird, visually stunning, <laughs> funny, and intelligent animated movie. A definite classic." So even though they've called it weird, they've given it a ten out of ten. So like, yeah, not necessarily an insult. I think a lot of this is you're right. Is 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 very like in line. It's like saying. Its strengths lie in the animation, the music, and its yeah. uniqueness. But no yeah. one's really saying that the strength is the emotion of the story. Well, I was going to say the story's not mentioned at all, really. No, no. So, <laughs> all uh, the characters are kind of so. Like someone said, Jack is a charming character in in the review. I don't know. It gets on my nerves, but we'll get to that. I I struggle. Here's the thing. We'll talk about it in a second. But I struggle with the story, and I struggle with the characters yeah. and uh, the pace. So, <laughs> so, but we'll move on. To okay. That. Okay. Now, <laughs> So that's reviews. General consensus: people seem to love it. They do all seem quite in line, but it is, I, I think a lot of reviews have been updated since the original reviews. Yeah. Because again, yeah. in a podcast, can you tell us this podcast recently? It was just because Danny Elfman talks about the whole process. It's one of the only episodes of that podcast that gives you a real insight into the whole film because yeah. it was they. He says that they were kind of left to their own devices <laughs> to mm. do it, so he had like real involvement for the whole thing. Um, he talks about how. They hated the music when it was first released. Um, like they really hated it. And what actually happened was the reviews were like slated it. It was kind of like d- 
disregarded. And then he said he went back to an interview. I can't remember which interview it was. Um, like ten years later or something like that. And it had they changed their original review, like based <sighs> on when it become more popular. Even it initially slagged his music off, and then in this like review, it was like, oh, the it's beautiful. <laughs> wow. And he, he was like, I've never seen that happen before. That's never happened to me before. That's that's insane. Which is bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. It is. It is interesting. Well, yes. Well, definitely. I think like it's interesting, like whether some people almost kind of gravitate towards it because of how popular it is. Because mm. this happens with some things where people just get into it because it's like a popular thing to be yeah. interested in as well. And I, yeah, and I also think from the UK perspective because I know in the in the US Halloween is a really big thing. Yeah, yeah. And like in the UK, I think Halloween. It's still not as big as like no. like we were saying before. I went to like a one like a, a shop, a clothes shop around the corner from me. A really big clothes shop in the UK and Primark. There's a few in in America as well. Mm. No Halloween stuff anywhere. And like Which when you walk mean. along the high street, there's like no Halloween stuff mm. like in the windows and stuff. But I think the phenomenon of Halloween has has gained traction over the last half many years. Yeah. So I think definitely has. We like that's helped older Halloween films yeah. come more to the forefront. Um, yeah. and kind of cult classics come to be more popular because yeah. we, we've kind of invested more in Halloween as well. Yeah. For the UK anyway. Definitely, like especially with Hocus Pocus as well. Because yeah. I, I didn't watch that. We didn't watch that until we were in, what was it, second year? Yeah, maybe? yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's been like 2021, that. So, the Halloween yeah. thing is definitely growing year yeah. by year in the UK. So, And I think you can see that through the amount of merch that's available. Like, oh, you flash back so like two much. or three years ago, like there was no Halloween. There wasn't no. really Halloween merch like, for the films. It would be like Halloween-themed Mickey and Minnie stuff. Oh, yeah. The Whereas like now, before the Disney stores closed, it was full of Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Yeah, And they loads. started to introduce more Hocus Pocus stuff as well. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. And... As you obviously have the ColourPop Hocus Pocus collection, have you seen they've, they've done a Nightmare Before Christmas range as well? I have. I don't really like it, but I've seen that they've done it. <laughs> it looks aesthetic for the packaging. I it looks like the Nightmare Before Christmas esque, but it's a yeah. bit it's quite neon. But it's quite cool as it's dark light, black light activated. Yeah, so, which that is cool. Looks cool. Um, yeah. It's not for me. It's a bit. It's a bit neony for me. I think it would like. I don't know when I'd ever wear it, but it, it's mm. cool. But it's cool that like you know those two films have like makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I think that's really cool. It yeah. just shows how popular they really are. And apparently, that was one of their most requested, um, yeah, like wow. collabs, if you like, or, or collection styles was Nightmare Before Christmas, which is bizarre. Wow, that's very interesting. There you go. There you go. Really everyone. missing out on this train. Yeah. Um, Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So that brings us to Disney fun fact number four. So the songs for Nightmare Before Christmas were actually written before the script. Tim Burton described snippets of the ideas and Danny Elfman went away to whip up a song in just three days. Mm. Goodness. Wish I had that. I know, talent. that ability. Yeah. Just that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I think when he signed on, Danny Elfman was like, there wasn't a script or anything. Like that. So he'd written the entire thing before that based on ideas of just conversations that Tim would have. So go and chat to Tim. And Tim would be like, yes, there's this, this moment. He'd be like, okay, cool, I'll write a song about it. Like, That's without, so cool. Which the I just talent. think is amazing. Yeah. Um, Especially when you look at what he came out with, yeah. which we'll discuss, but I mean, wow. Like, very impressive. Yeah. I mean, he is incredibly, incredibly talented. I mean, mm. he, he also did um, Simpsons theme tune. 
um, was him. Uh, um, he did Dumbo. I think the Tim Burton Dumbo. I think he did that one as well. Didn't he also do Spider Man as well? I think the the, uh, did, the original ones. I think maybe he did Batman. I'm sure, he did Spider Man as well. But we're just googling. He did, he did the Batman ones. Um, yeah. the early Batman films. Because did you know Tim Burton did the early Batman films? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. How bizarre is that? That's so strange. Yeah, main title is by Danny Elfman for Spider Man oh. 2002. So, yeah, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, he's done like Beetlejuice, Corpse Bride, like. What a CV. Edward Scissorhands, like, him mean, Coraline. Yeah, Batman was him. Um, trying to Trap the Factory. Really cool. oh, oh, he's yeah. doing Multiverse of Madness, apparently. Excellent. That's exciting, isn't it? That is exciting. And he's done Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> what? Interesting. It's like you weird off course there a bit. Like, we'll try this. What a Never weird mind. Mix. Back to this stuff. Yeah, that didn't. That wasn't really me. So we'll, yeah. uh, we'll we'll come back. We'll try again. We're talking about the Grinch. I mean, yeah, Men in Black. Like his his CV is incredible. It is, um, and he's got a vibe, a definite vibe as to what he gravitates towards. I feel like. Yeah, he did also great and powerful as well in the oh, Disney film. I still need to watch that. Oh. What do you know film? what? I tried it and I gave up. It was like watching this the first time. Like so, you have to, some of these films you have to kind of just really like. I know, to. I know. I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> if we do an episode on it, I'm guaranteed. Well, to there watch we it. go. <laughs> so um, now that I've kind of stopped finding out with Danny Elfman um, mm. for now, um, so I'm, I'm a bit scared to ask this question. But Rosie, <laughs> what do you think of the film overall? And what's your favourite part, if you have one? <laughs> Well, where to start? <laughs> um, it's quite a shock to the system, this film, to be honest. <laughs> it is. Because it's like, you think you're going on one path. You think, right, Halloween town. We're going to see Halloween and then, you know, we're going to have Halloween vibes. And then, I, obviously, it has Christmas in the name, so I'm, I'm there, like, waiting. Yeah. So I, I think, first time I watched it, I did make it to What's This. I think that's where I got to. And I was like, this is a bit awesome. wild, this. I'm I mean, not, you have to be in, in the mood to watch it. I was like, this is too much. Like, <laughs> I love Christmas, and I was like, this isn't the vibe. <laughs> but this time, so obviously I knew we were coming up to that bit, mm-hmm. and I've heard What's This many a time, and yeah. I actually really like the song now. So I was good, like, oh, okay, maybe I'll appreciate this now. So I have to admit, my favourite scene um, is the What's This scene. It is beautiful. The song I love, and obviously I love Christmas, so like Christmas Town is really, I, I really love it. Yeah, like, I think he's just so, like, he's so excited for like the idea of Christmas and he's he's like looking at everything and like yeah. everything he sees he's like wow look at that tree look at that present he's like what's this like a sock and I'm like I just I love it and he's like oh the toys go in there like it's the way he says things like I just I think that's one of my favorites and things. I think it is funny for us isn't it because we are like used to kind of obviously that's normal for yeah us. we're so used to and that it's so funny to watch him respond to these yeah. things like, and realize that his his life has no brightness but it's or it's like, like or happiness in yeah. this way yeah exactly because he's like oh no one's scared no one's hiding under the bed <laughs> like, people are happy people are smiling like what is this and what an, yeah what a perfect name for that song just perfect because like he's literally questioning everything that he sees and it's like it's a child experiencing yeah christmas yeah. For the first time and that's what i loved about it it was like refreshing because i'm excited about christmas all the time but i know some people don't really feel it that much because yeah. you know you've had a few christmases in your life it was quite refreshing to see someone be like so like excited about yeah, christmas like that um and obviously it's so it's so contrasting it, as well. it is it made, it made me really excited i was like oh like <laughs> And yeah, so that's my favourite scene. Um, in terms of like what I think of the film overall, so yeah, it's a journey. But I, 
<laughs> what I would say is, it's definitely not one of my favourite films. No. But I can appreciate, I appreciate the reasons people like it. So, like, obviously we've talked about this before, but, like, the stop, stop motion animation style, like, is definitely very iconic. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's very impressive. And it, it is good to look at. Like, like I said earlier, it's not my favourite thing visually. Like, I'd rather watch animation, like, style, like Pixar, for example, mm-hmm. if I had to choose. But I can appreciate it and I love, like, how unique it is. So, I love that part of it. Um, but one thing I will say, and you might disagree with me on this, because mm. obviously there was a lot of movement in stop motion thing with the puppets yeah. and everything, and it took them ages. So, like, you know, I appreciate that. I do. However, I think, like, this might be comparing a bit too much, like, recent animation, because obviously that's got much better. Yeah. But, like, I do feel like the emotions aren't conveyed quite as well mm. from the characters as, as much as they are in, like, animated things. Like, I think because... Do you mean, like, visually? Yeah, visually, yeah. Like, for me, like, I I feel like I got more emotion from, like, what they were saying or, like, the songs. Well, would you like a fun fact for this? Go on, yeah. So, basically, animators push on the fact that you show emotions through eyes. Yeah. And Disney pushed, initially, they didn't want Jack to have any eyes. Mm. And they pushed, Disney pushed to give him actual, like, visible eyes. Yeah. And um, the the creative team pushed back and said, no, we're going for these dark holes. That's Mm. really interesting that you said that, because that's obviously, like, the whole, like, theory around eyes in animation is... is Yeah the emotions that's quite interesting Mm. that you've identified that and that was something Disney were worried about yeah I think it's just I guess like obviously there was there is detail in like their faces and everything but I can appreciate the detail there is but like for me like I struggled I I guess like the um the mayor is different because he has two faces so like I can tell but like I just feel like in like normal I don't call it normal animation but you know what I mean like animation in terms of like Pixar. Yeah, no, like, like, like more like computer or hand drawn. Yeah, like, I think because there's like um, so many little details in that. Um, mm. I think obviously it's like quicker as well. Like mm. I think like than stop motion. So I just I felt like the emotions weren't like quite as clear to me when I was watching it. Um, like Jack's like in in what's this? I could tell he was excited, but it was his like tone. And like the way he was singing things and saying things, not actually his face. His movements showed it, but like his facial expression wasn't the same as if like mm. I just wonder how this film would look if it was like animated as well. I'd be interested to see That's it. Terrifying. Like, yeah, I'd just be interested to see the difference though. Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, that that's like one thing for me that I maybe if I watch it again, when I'm like not as taken aback by like what's going on. I'll notice more emotion, but for I me, think I think w- that's my big recommendation for anyone watching the film for the first mm. time: is that you're you're not gonna get the whole film the first time. Yeah, because as we've said, it's so unique in its visuals, mm. in its ideas, in the song, and it's everything about it is not what you yeah. expect it to be. So I think when you watch it the first time, you are taken on that journey of what on earth is going on. Yeah. And so you, I think you do miss a lot of the more subtle, beautiful moments. I definitely found that. Um, so I would always recommend watching this film again. Um, yeah. Going into it knowing what to expect. Um, yeah. Because I think it is, there is there are a lot of details that I do think are missed um, mm-hmm. the first time you watch it because you're just not used to Yeah. watching that style of film either. Um, so you're not, your eyes aren't attuned to watch no. that um either. you don't take in all the details because you're kind of like 
trying to work out what's going on, like yeah. generally rather than like the specific yeah. things, I think. But then actually like I feel like that's probably part of the experience of this film though. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of intentional because I think it is meant to be very chaotic. Like yeah. in in terms of what's going on, there's a lot of chaotic characters there in this as well, especially film. in Halloween Town, and they they characterise Halloween Town very well uh-huh. in terms of like so many different personalities. Yeah. Like we don't see a lot of them, but you get their vibe very quickly um, as to like you know who they are, like the <laughs> vampires, for example. Like you understand yeah. like what their deal is. Like so, I do think that's probably part of the experience is like being kind of taken aback by it. Yeah, and I think that also brings something to it in a way where like actually that's also something that is potentially quite impressive mm-hmm. because it's like it's it's kind of I don't want to say like shaking you enough but like kind of like I don't know like made you feel like some sort of like experience even wouldn't necessarily get with like just like a normal animated film I guess mm-hmm. like because yeah. there's chaotic animated films but this is just a whole other level especially visually there's so much going on yeah um, it's everywhere busy, you look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, we're going to talk about this in more detail. But I think the strongest part of this film for me is definitely the songs. Yeah. I think without them, I would really struggle to, to like. <laughs> I'd struggle yeah, even I more. I love the songs. I love. I love all of the songs because I think they all add to the storytelling of the film. Because, like we were saying earlier, the story isn't very complicated. But no. I think the the songs add a bit more like emotional depth yeah, right, to the story, yeah. and they kind of add to the characterization. For example, like Oogie Boogie, oh. he doesn't really talk very much. Like he he gets his good uh, like dialogue near the end, but really like his presence isn't that much in the film. No. So to, the, to have that song, that really characterizes him for me. Like it showed me like who he was and like what he wants. And, and... I think that's so important for him because. Yeah. The, the whole film, it's like, Oogie Boogie is like this, like, mm. foreboding force that, like, everyone's kind of terrified yeah. of, and it's like, Jack makes a big deal of him, and, like, don't go to Oogie Boogie, and all this kind of stuff. So I think if that song wasn't as good as it was, that would yeah. be such a letdown moment. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that was important that that song was gotten right, because it... it he is introduced with a bang, and, and he's introduced with the expectation... Your expectation is matched, isn't it? When yeah, you, you really yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, because he's definitely built up. Because like, mm-hmm. I, I knew who he was like before watching this. I'd seen him everywhere. <laughs> Everyone loves him. Um, but like, I was like, right, okay, what's like, where are we building to? Because like, he's brought up a lot. In, yeah. Like leading up to it. So, so yeah, I think I just think the songs do a lot. Like especially for Jack, yeah. I think like they kind of show his like confliction with things, like his mm-hmm. feelings about things. And I think that's really important to like building on the story, building the characters when there isn't really, I don't think there's a lot of dialogue in this film. No. So there's not a lot of chance for them to kind of like shine through, through just their dialogue, I don't think. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, So I love the fact that the songs are just that good. Like I I really enjoy them. I think what's this is my favorite one. I do like Sally's uh, song as well. I quite I enjoy to be in the that. mood for Sally, to be honest. It is, it's, yeah. It's like, I enjoyed it with the film. Yeah. If it was yeah. on its own, I probably wouldn't listen to it. Whereas, no. like, what's this I would listen to? Um, and then This Is Halloween is very iconic, of course. Um, so good. I do enjoy that. And now I've seen where it fits like, yeah. in the film. 
I understand like why it's quite like hyped up because mm. <laughs> it is like the building of Halloween Town, so that makes sense. And it's like Halloween, like as they're saying it, of course. I, um, I mean, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really enjoy that song as well. Um, and Oogie Boogie's song is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a whole different vibe. I think that's what I like is that the songs are all quite different yeah, as well. Yeah. So I, I like that um, quite a lot. So I, I do think for me, like, what I like about it is like kind of the uniqueness mm-hmm. that it has compared to lots of other things. Um, it definitely stands out against other films for that reason. Like the stop motion definitely stands out. Um, I think the songs, like I just think it's amazing that they managed to kind of work these songs into this story. Mm. Like I know obviously he wrote the songs um, first, but like I think it's interesting that they fit so well like with this this story and this yeah. sort of vibe. Like it's it's quite impressive that they managed to make songs that are actually good and you know like not cringy and tacky. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like some Halloween or Christmas films can have kind yeah, of like yeah. quite tacky like childish songs. But these They're are very, not like... songs that you would put on just no. to listen to. Whereas in no. this film, you definitely do. I do. And anyway. they're very deep and meaningful as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what's quite nice about this film is that they talked about wanting to make a film that obviously appeals to kids. Yeah. But that also appeals to adults um, mm, and I think mm-hmm. this film definitely does that because it has got those like visual complexities and obviously the emotions that they the characters fake are very complex yeah um, which I think is gives it an extra extra level yeah definitely and um, I think like the characters like again we'll talk about this a bit more but like it's interesting because I don't know like, I feel like I really like Sally mm. but I just wish she was in it more. There is a question I feel with Sally, like, why are you here? Yeah. Which sounds mean, but like it's true. Well, particularly she's ignored. Like yeah, when she everyone ignores Jack. Her. Like why is she there, really? Mm. And we don't really find out a lot about like her creation and stuff no, as well. So no. I just have a lot of questions about her character. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think I feel like she I wish she was a bit more present. And yeah. had a bit more purpose to her. Because I feel like if she did, she would be something really quite great. Like, I think she has great qualities to her. But it's missing something. I know? love, though, how she, like, can't feel. Like, how she can just move her limbs off. That's oh, so convenient. yeah. It's the way she just sews them back on herself. Like, I was like, can you imagine, like, sewing, like, your arm, like, back on. Like, your hand back onto your arm. Yeah. Like, that's that's quite grim. But, Yeah. I think Jack is also like, again, I love his enthusiasm and his dedication and his commitment to everything and his excitement and passion. But like, he doesn't really think things through. No. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I have like a strong favourite like <laughs> with this film. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they're, they're my like thoughts. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> about the film like cause obviously we're talking more about characters and songs in a bit yeah. um but yeah I, I do enjoy it like i didn't hate it or anything like i enjoyed it you've got more positive things to say than i thought you would yeah no I, I i definitely enjoyed it like it wasn't like a real struggle to like watch it was just very like whoa what is happening kind of thing even though it's a very simple story when you actually break it down mm. um i think it's very creative blending uh like occasions together like halloween and christmas as well i really liked that 
and like the doors are like yeah, that that's as well. such a good idea. That was a very creative idea. I kind of wanted to see through the other doors actually. Yeah, like, same. See what they look like. I was hoping um, when he come out of Christmas, he'd go into the other one. <laughs> yeah, I thought he'd like do a little tour around. Um, because obviously we see the Easter Bunny when he like you know gets captured. When yeah, he, <laughs> I think he's Santa Claus. Um. Yeah, because they go in the wrong door. I wish we'd followed them. Yeah, why couldn't we have seen that? They should have shown that. Um, So, yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, really creative ideas that are very well done in this film. And, like, I I really appreciate those. And it's, like, there's nothing, like, wrong with it, like, in the terms of, like, there's no, like, massive issue for me, like, with it. Mm. I think it's just I'm not massively, like, enthusiastic about it. Like, it's not that I don't like it, but I'm not, like, ooh, I love this film. Like <laughs> I'm, I kind of like very. What's the word? Like I'm just, in, I'm just in the like middle. Neutral. Yeah, neutral. I'm just neutral with it. Like That's allowed. <laughs> yeah. But yes, but you're obviously a bit different. Yeah, <laughs> I do think I probably like it more than you do. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I honestly do think that comes from having watched it a few more times. Yeah. And yeah. having that kind of like each year when Halloween rolls around, I'm like, oh, let's play the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and I think, because I've had that for, like, about maybe, like, like three, three or four years now. Mm. So I think I think that definitely has an impact because I think it is the kind of film that gr- it does grow on you. And I think, yeah. like I say, because things like the songs are so important, to the, I think mm. I agree with you to the success of the film and to its, um, to why it's so good. Yeah. I think you need the chance to listen to them a bit more and like really connect with the film and I think that's because the message isn't as strong as something say like Tangled or like The Little Mermaid yeah. or whatever like you need to kind of enjoy because of the bits that make it good are things like the visuals and the songs etc yeah you don't get the full value of that from just watching it once mm. so I do think I probably like it more because I've seen it more yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that makes sense but I do really enjoy the film and I think I think because it is so unique and I think it because I feel like that's because it creates its fully like its own world. Yeah. And I think because like, this idea yeah. of like Halloween Town is so removed from what we know, mm, and the mm. and, like you know it's meant to be this kind of other world, this other place. And I think they do that so well because it is such a unique looking film. Yeah, yeah. It's so different to everything else, and it makes it so unique, which I think then kind of gives it a special place in people's hearts because you remember it easier. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It doesn't blend into the background. You, you can't yeah. confuse this with any other film. No, it stands out, definitely. Yeah. Um, I agree that I think its downfall is like... It's not... It focuses on Jack so much. I'm obviously yeah. about a bit more in a bit, but I do think yeah. that like that is one of its weaknesses, is mm. the fact that it doesn't kind of look at the the grander scheme of things. Um, It's very Jack-centric, and I think mm. he gets quite a bit annoying. Um in the middle for me it's a bit like oh for goodness sake Jack yeah stop being so selfish um and in terms of like the emotions I think I disagree with that to an extent because I think the songs are so good that it doesn't really matter that their faces aren't as expressive Mm. I I actually find like for example like Jack's lament and like his whole like crisis of identity Mm. I think that is such a mature theme it's something that we all kind of go through at some point where we're like stuck in a rut or a routine and we're like people think I'm good at what I'm doing people enjoy what I do but I'm not happy yeah you're kind of questioning what your purpose is and we all have that I think at some point in our lives where we stop and we think actually like I'm not meant to do this anymore yeah and it's a hard thing to try and get out of that 
routine, I think. Mm. Um, you know, like when he goes to the town hall and he's like, and they all look at him like he's got four heads. Um, yeah. And he talks yeah. about Christmas. And that idea that like, you say you want to do a career change or you want to go and do a new adventure and people look at you like you're stupid. Yeah. So I, I think he is quite a relatable character in that sense. And so I, and the same with like Sally, that kind of feeling invisible and kind of not having the mm. confidence to do what she wants to do. I think the characters themselves, when you actually look at them, are very, very relatable. Um, mm. Those two anyway. I think some of the other ones are not fleshed out enough. No. And I think that is a shame. Yeah, um, we could have done with more. Yeah, I think, and I think one of the big problems with the film is the lack of background. Mm. So things like again, like like how old is Sally? Is she like yeah, one yeah. day old? Is this her first day alive? Exactly. Like, this I don't, is my question. I don't understand. Um, and the fact that like she and like she's obsessed with Jack, but then she won't talk. She's too scared to talk to him. Yeah. Like, have they ever spoken? Because I know when, when... I was going to say, why yeah. is she obsessed with him? Where does she get that? Well, from? he is the king of Halloween Town. To be yeah, fair, he's like a celebrity like... there, I suppose. She, just... she clearly is in love with him, but it's. I, I feel like when I watched the film, it had this kind of like preconception that they were like mates, like yeah, like friends <laughs> outside friends. of what yeah would seem. Which I guess they kind of that's what I mean. When I watch it, I imagine behind the scenes, like yeah, they've been friends for like years and stuff, and it's just mm. like you know he can rely on her because he he calls her in to do his suit and stuff. And yeah, like, there's no one else I would trust other than you to do it. That's um, true. So I feel like there must be something more there in the past. But the yeah. way that it's presented on the screen is when he's like, oh, by the way, I love you too. It's like, you haven't spoken to her all, Phil. No. And he, he says things like, uh, dearest Sally as well. Yeah, like, you don't yeah. say that to someone you don't really know. <laughs> no. So I think that, but I, I wish we'd maybe seen that a bit yeah. more. Um, that would help, I think, a mm. bit with the story. Yeah. Cause... And, and caring about them because I think yeah. that is the problem is that you identify with the characters, I think, because of what they obviously go through in those deep, those deep like moments and their... Yeah. I think because they're both lost, and I yeah, think again, we yeah. all have moments in life where we feel lost, mm-hmm. um, and so mm-hmm. I think they are very relatable. But I think the problem is because you don't really know enough about them, it's it's hard to care yeah. as much as you might care yeah. about other characters in other films. Yeah, um, definitely. So I, I I do get that sense of it, but I I think that like the songs are just so beautiful and so so emotional. Yeah, they definitely are. That I don't think it kind of is missing any of the emotion. I don't. I, I. I think it's got enough emotion in it. Mm. That's just me personally. But again, yeah. it's because I'm very. I think if you look at the two of us, like I'm very into songs, yeah. and you're very into your animation. So I think like. Yeah. If I were to watch a film that maybe had like, what like worse songs, I would probably yeah. be a bit like I'm not convinced. So I, 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 I yeah. get what you mean. It's like um, our preferences. Like I have a visual yeah. preference. So for yeah. me, that's the bit I focus on the most. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, that yeah. wasn't enough. Um, although I do find Jack's face terrifying. You know, when he like, opens his mouth, well, and, like when he gets some like scary. That yeah, actually is a bit so much. scary. I don't like that. Um, I think the pacing of the film at times is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, bit. Yeah. I, like I think the beginning is good. Like the whole like beginning bit is great. Like up until like, after watch this, and then we. But I think the bit between when he decides to bring Christmas and actually bringing Christmas, mm. I think that pacing is a little bit off. It is um, definitely. I think it's still cool to watch, but I think it's kind of like it's a bit slower. It is, um, yeah. But and I think again, it picks itself up at the end. I mean, I feel so sorry for him when he's like flying. It's like, look, 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 zero. They're they're saying hi to us, and it's oh. not. It's the military trying to like shoot them down. I thought it was absolutely brutal. I get why it happened, but I was like, goodness. I know <laughs> this is taking a turn. <laughs> I know. Um, and then 
And I found it really interesting, like, the connection that they have with the real world. You know, like, when Sally's back in Halloween Town, and yeah. she kind of, like, knows that the military are coming for him. Oh, yeah, And yeah. she can see... I think that's so cool. That's Again, I wish cool. we'd got a bit more info on that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, and I mean, I love... Oh, the Oogie section. Oh, my goodness. And I, I do... I think the animation for me is so clever. I think that's what mm. I love about it, is that it is really, really clever. And my favourite part is the Oogie Boogie song. Yeah. And yeah. the bit... Um, I mean, I love all of, like I love like what's this as well. Like I love that. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Like again, that's that's filmed very cleverly. But I love the Oogie Boogie songs. Like complete different shift in visuals. Mm. Um, the whole dice element is so cool. Yeah. Like that's just such a clever scene. But then it it, the fact, it's when like Sally is like using her leg to like lure him. Yeah, in. Like, yeah. I just think it's so clever, and I think that's one thing I love about, about the film is that it's so creative and clever, and that makes it unique as well. Is the fact yeah. that like it should be a really grim film that no one really likes. Mm-hmm. If you think about it in like basic terms, mm. it shouldn't be enjoyable to watch. No, but, but it, it is, and I think they've managed to make something that would be quite grim and weird yeah. actually really enjoyable and, and things people are going to sing along to and I think they've managed I don't really know how no. but they've managed to make Halloween emotional in parts yeah um, yeah like the That's like um, the Jack's Lament bit is, and Sally's song are both very sad yeah, songs they are. Um, so yeah I am I am a fan of the film but I can see where its weaknesses do lie yeah um, yeah but I think because the songs are so strong for me, it's probably why I love the film so much. Yeah, especially um, if you listen to them like quite a bit outside of watching the yeah. film as well. It makes you look forward to watching it again, I guess. Yeah, and then there are, I mean, there are other sections where, like, you know, there are times where I kind of listen to, the, like, go to turn the film on and kind of stop it halfway through because it's like I've seen the bits I want to see. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I do have times like that as well, but I, yeah. I just think it's... I also just think it's really funny, like, in the way that it's written and, like, the innuendos and stuff, like... When they say, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the beginning when he's like walking down, he, he like chips the, the 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 like band like the thing, and he's like, um, "What up, Bone Daddy?" And it's like, <laughs> "Hey, how yeah. have you managed to get away putting Bone Daddy yeah. in a Disney film?" But like all those different kind of like innuendos and the way it's written is just so clever and yeah. like. That's true, actually. Yeah, I think, and again, I think you miss that when you watch it. As with any film, when you yeah. watch it the first time, it's hard to kind of notice that. But, like, lots of the jokes, and even when Jack's, like, singing his lament, and he's like, I can recite Shakespeare, like, with my head mm. in my hand. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think yeah. it is a very That's cleverly good. written film as well. Yeah. Both yeah. in lyrics and dialogue. Even yeah. though you are right, there isn't a lot of dialogue, and it can be a bit so, like, oh, that wheelchair is so slow. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Um... And yeah. yet that confused me. I was like, why does Sally keep going back? Like, yeah, what is happening? Like, she'll just... quite easily run away. Like, she just repeatedly. Yeah, um, she goes, she returns, then she goes again. And then she like... just hides behind rocks and bushes. Like, yeah. I... she. Just, like, live your life, just live. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real shame, I think, because again, yeah. we'll talk about characters in a second. I do love her, yeah. but I think it's a shame that she's not tied into the story. Like, she has a real yeah. impact on the story, but. Yeah when you think about it it's like what why is she even there what is why yeah i just don't think she has a good enough like entrance or build up as jack no. is the problem we're, we're quite no, solid so with where jack's at yeah she's lingering around we're like why do we trust you when you're saying this and like, no one else seems to like notice her either no it's no, really it's, weird it's like she's literally invisible because like when she has that premonition she i don't know what i'm just there like oh i'm a bit worried but i'm also like, i don't really know you to be honest i don't really know like i <laughs> I like I don't know you could be evil like you could be setting this up. So like, I, we just need more about her background and like I wanted to know. I was hoping to find out like when she was created, how like she's flashbacks. Created. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I wanted to see that and be like, oh, what a, like a rough past she's had, and like now she's like escaping and like trying to like 
create her own narrative. Mm. That's but there wasn't enough background for that. No, for no. Me, so no, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think, it, and I think that's, I mean, yeah, they're reuniting at the end when they're like, we're simply meant to be. I'm like, oh, no, you're not, though, are you? Because I haven't spoken uh, all film. I was like, how long have you known each other? <laughs> you barely shared a conversation. It's a bit sudden. It's a bit it's a bizarre. bit much. I think they got swept away in the uh, the hill. I forgot the name of it already. Something spiral. <laughs> spiral. Spiral Hill, I think it was. Was it? I think so, yeah. It might be, yeah. It might be. Yeah. How have we forgotten this already? I think they got swept away in the location. They, they all got, got a bit much. And I mean, it, it did have like a near-death experience, didn't it, I suppose? Yeah, but I still... We need more... But we needed more explanation, didn't we? It, yeah, it was too wishy-washy. I was like, that's yeah. a nice ending to the, the film. The ending if... was not strong enough, that is no, true. No, because it would be really strong if there was a reason for them to know each other and there was a history together and there was like a build-up of a relationship. Yeah. would be really strong because it's a beautiful ending, like visually. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. make sense oh, yeah, the in end the narrative. Is, it's beautiful to look at. Yeah, um, stunning. Absolutely. Especially when you look at like the colour uh, the colour? The colour <laughs> of Sally's dress combined yeah, with like yeah. uh, Jack's contrasting black and white and then on that like hill it it's just beautiful. I love that. I think that is amazing. Yeah. Jack's suit was also supposed to be fully black, but then because the rest of the background was so black, they were like, this isn't going to uh, work. <laughs> that's not going to work. I think it's very iconic being black and white, isn't it? Yeah, like, like with the really yeah. thin stripes as well. It's really yeah, cool. and he has like the spider bow tie as yeah, well. Yeah, so I like cool. that. See, I did notice things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why do you think, I mean, just briefly, like, why do you think the film is still so popular now? I think we're kind of touching it a little bit, but like... Mm. As we've talked about, I mean, stop motion is not really used as much anymore, particularly no. by Disney. So why do you think it is still so popular? I think it is, like, again, like we were saying before, like, it's just so unique. I think a lot of the time, like, I think people are probably quite intrigued by it. Because, mm. like, if you've, other people are talking about it, you kind of think, okay, like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, I need like, to watch What this, is the yeah. hype? Yeah. And I guess, like, some people really agree with the hype when they watch it and then they like tell other people to watch it and things like that i don't know you're right about like the characters being relatable so potentially um people enjoy like relating to the characters personally i think the biggest one for me is like the music Mm um i think that here's an example of what could have happened like a disney playlist uh, a nightmare before christmas song comes on on like a random disney playlist that someone's got from like spotify and for me, because that has happened to me, I'm like, oh, I've not heard this one before. What's this from? Like, I yeah. have to look at my phone and be like, where's this? Like, where's this from? And then you look at it and you think, oh, okay, this is like a good song. Maybe mm-hmm. I should watch this film. So like, I, I feel like the appeal could potentially be mm. both the stop motion, because it's so unique, yeah, and um, the music, but also the name of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I think the name sure, of the actually, film yeah. is very interesting because it's so contrasting like the nightmare before christmas and i think there's like christmas films as well where there's like you know like issues before christmas day like christmas eve santa has problems and there's yeah. like huge dramas but like this is literally like an actual yeah. nightmare it's an it's actual halloween. disaster yeah it's like a disaster and it's nightmarish because it's like halloween town vibe so like mm. i think that name does actually draw intrigue because it's yeah. always drawn intrigue for me as to like what it actually meant mm-hmm. um so I, I do think like the name definitely has drawn some attention as well, um, but yeah, I think it is it purely is like just because it's so unique, it's so different. There's mm-hmm. really not a lot like it, and I think that appeals to people. I think people like watching things that are different, yeah. um, to things that they they if they want to watch something a bit different to the usual stuff, then 
I could see why this would appeal. Yeah, true. So, and, and, um, I think the Tim Burton thing helped. That's not what I was going to say, yeah. I think, yeah. And I think especially in, like, more recent years as well as, like, again, his... Because his work is so unique and different. Yeah. And I think he's the kind of person that when you kind of watch one Tim Burton film, you feel like a connection to him. Yeah. So, yeah. And his style. So kind of, I think once people have seen one, they're more likely to kind of like go and watch others and, and stuff yeah. as well. Um, so it's definitely yeah. that whole Tim Burton's element in the title has definitely worked for Disney, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that that's what I think. Um, but obviously, you know, you might have other thoughts <laughs> as, well as to why you think it's... No, no, I agree. I agree with, with, with what you said, and I think, I think lots of things that may be more complex as well, like aren't appreciated in their own time. Mm, mm, and I true. do think the fact that Disney shied away from advertising it at the time also didn't help. Um, yeah. I think, like they said, it broke even. Like it managed to make enough to break even, but like it yeah. wasn't a it wasn't a full flop, but it wasn't a massive success. No. And I think if you look now at the way that like it's the merch and all that kind of stuff like it's yeah. a big deal and i think that will also spur people on as well yeah definitely more when disney stores were open and stuff but like when you yeah. go in and, and you see all the merch and you haven't seen the film it's a bit like oh what does this mean mm-hmm. um what's this <laughs> pardon the pun <laughs> um so i think again and, and that collective hype always helps yeah um, definitely it does and the fact that i think that it is attached to a season i think really mm. helps because there's a certain time of the year when everyone's watching it and everyone's talking yeah, about it. Yeah, like a tradition. Yeah, and then I think as each each year that happens, more people will then hear that conversation and watch, etc., etc. Yeah. Whereas if you look at other films that like, don't have that attachment, yeah, they don't have the chance to do that. So if we look at mm. things like, I don't know, like like Onward, for example, yeah. that was released at a terrible time, um, but will that ever gain the same traction? I don't think so because we're not going to have the chance for it to... I mean, I think it's a fantastic film. But what I mean is, like, you know, the way it's like grown and grown and grown in popularity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it will ever have that chance because it's not attached to a specific day or element or season. Yeah. There's no opportunity for it to kind of resurface every year. That's very true. Yeah, you can bring this one back every Halloween. Yeah. Same and with Christmas. Hocus Pocus is that idea of like yeah. when that's like an like an annual thing, an annual discussion point. Yeah. It's gonna be like, oh, like I'll watch that this Halloween actually. Whereas yeah. if if it's a film that no one talks about at a certain point then no one, it's harder to kind of have a reason to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that also helps, is that kind of, a, a, and I think people you know, will be like, you know, well, what Christmas from haven't I seen yet? Or what Halloween yeah. from haven't I seen yet? And yeah. then they're like, oh, I haven't tried that one, we'll give that one a go. Yeah. Because it's that Halloween vibe. So I think that definitely helps it as well. I think if it didn't yeah. have the attachment to a season, it'd be very, very different. That's very true. And like, think about the fact that like Disney Plus obviously put it in their Halloween section, mm-hmm. so that helps. And like, yeah, you're right. Like, I think merch is timed as well. Merch yeah. releases for this film is timed yeah. for Halloween and even Christmas because you can yeah. get Jack Skellington in the yeah, Santa. They outfit. shift it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're not, they're not dumb. No, <laughs> they know they're what they're not. doing. So, so, I, so I think that is personally, I think that's part of, massive part of its success is the fact that it's got that yeah. reliability factor of the fact yeah. that time is on its side. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true, actually. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and again, I've said the song. I think the songs are timeless, which helps. Yeah. And the songs definitely. that never feel dated, um, which is again a help. Um, yes. So we've mentioned characters briefly. Do you have a favourite character? Well, it'll come as no surprise <laughs> that the star of this film for me was Zero. Oh, what a surprise! The dead I dog. <laughs> loved him so much. He is I mean, a babe. He literally helped Jack. I mean, helped Jack in the wrong way in terms of like you know he led 
he led Jack to be a bit of a disaster on Christmas. He literally led him to be exploded. Because um, yeah. he literally led the sleigh. But, you know, yeah. he kind of got forced into it. Because, I mean, Jack was like, right, Zero, do it. And Zero was like, oh. okay, cool. He's a reliable little, little dog. Oh, I just love, like, the style of him as well. I, I just think it's so cute. Like, a ghost dog shouldn't be that cute. <laughs> but it really is. <laughs> no, it's I fact, know what you mean. It's just adorable. It's a fact, like, Jack's a skeleton, obviously, is in his name. But, like, and then he's got this little ghost dog as his pet and it's like in the cemetery at the beginning when we first see zero oh, it's yeah. so cute because he like emerges it's when he comes out of his grave yeah. it's so cute so cute and his nose the fact that that lights up because it's a pumpkin <laughs> like, i mean this like the design of zero amazing like i can see why merch sells with him on it 100 mm-hmm. percent. like i've seen it asda if, if anyone's interested <laughs> they they have a blanket with zero all over it so if you're interested in zero I would look at Asda. Or in general, Nightmare Before Christmas, they appear to have some merch, which mm-hmm. is very relevant. Um, have you seen the theory that Zero runs across quite a few Tim Burton-esque films? Oh, no, I haven't. So, in Frank and Winnie, the dog is alive mm. at that point. He's, yes. he's been put together, but he's technically alive. Yeah. And, and they all look quite similar as well, like the actual characters. Then when you move to Corpse, oh. when you move to Corpse Bride... The guy's a bit older, and the dog. There's a, there's a, um, a skeleton dog in that. Oh. And then when you move to the night before Christmas, and they they all look that that's kind of a, a bit of a yeah. theory. Um, they all have the I same like man that. and the same dog, and the idea is it's like a child and adult and an afterlife. Um, oh. so the idea that Jack is 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 that as well. Um, that's a really good theory. I like that. Um, like looking at them now, like I can I can see how yeah. like that's come to and be. And it's funny because it's done backwards because it's like yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas comes first, then Corpse Bride, then Frank and Weenie. Um, they kind of come backwards. Aww. So, I mean, it's not been confirmed or anything, but I think it's... I um, like that, though. I think that yeah. makes sense. That, yeah. that is something that people would kind of do on purpose, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Especially because they're all kind of like linked by, like, animators and directors and stuff. And, yeah. And composers, yeah. they're all quite, like, similar. So, there you go. Oh, well, that's, that adds more depth to Zero, <laughs> so that's, that's a yes from me. Um, so yeah, loved him, want him. Um, I just think the movement they do for him is like it's beautiful. He's characterized very well considering he doesn't talk. Yeah, that's very like, true. His movement is obviously very ghost-like, but somehow <laughs> it makes him so cute. Like yeah. the way he, he just still like, feels like a dog, doesn't he? Yeah, and like he has his little like um, section in, in Jack's house. Like Jack's in his bed, and like yeah. Zero's there. Oh. I know. <laughs> I just yeah, I love Zero. I know he's probably not the point of the film, but. <laughs> I love him. I love a good sidekick when they're, when they're good. And Zero, I feel like, is. Because he's got a lot of personality, that little dog. Mm-hmm. For someone that doesn't say anything, I think, personally. Yeah, I agree. Um, in terms of, I guess, I should mention, like, the talking characters. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Actually, this might be a bit rogue. Oh. Um, so, prepare yourself. I'm, pre- I'm prepared. I'm I prepared think this whole my episode. Favorite, <laughs> one of my favourite characters, or trio shall I say, is actually the trick or treater kids. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, actually yeah. love them. Like, I actually really felt like they added a lot to the story, and I thought they were funny. I thought they had a lot of, like, personality. They were very, like, naughty, obviously. Yeah. They were very loyal to Oogie Boogie. I mean, they literally delivered Santa Claus to him. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, yeah, I enjoy their song as well. I, it, what is it called when, you know, when they're like, kidnap the Sandy Claus? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Clothes, throw I him in that. a bag or something. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that, which is funny because I 
I feel like that should be a song that annoys me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I really and it's the like way, them. like, I think in the soundtrack, it's written Santa Claus as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, they make out that like Santa Claus has actual claws. Claws, yeah, I like that. That's also very clever, very clever stylistic mm-hmm. choice. Um, so yeah, really loved them. Um, and then Jack and Sally, like obviously they're the main ones aside from Oogie Boogie. Like, I do love like Jack's dedication and his commitment, as I said before, his mm-hmm. energy most of the time. But like, he is a bit arrogant. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know he he's is, the pumpkin yeah. king. But it's the way he just expects the whole town to just pitch in with his idea. He's like, right, yeah. this is what you're doing, here's your task. Especially because they've just done Halloween. It's like, yeah. give him a minute. It's like, give him a break. And then he just hands out tasks. He's like, right, you're doing this. You're doing this. I'd be like, you know what? I'm not sure I want to do this. Like, he assigns some of them a bit rogue things. Yeah. I'd be like, can I have something else? Like, he, he just shifts everyone on very quickly. Mm-hmm. So I've got like, I don't know. I think he needs There's to There's not a lot of guidance, is there? No, no. I, I feel like he needs to ground himself a bit. <laughs> He's, and he's got his like his house is so tall as well like I just I don't know I think I do appreciate his optimism though mm-hmm. like in terms of like he's he really thinks that this Christmas that he's bringing to Halloween Town like he thinks that that's gonna be really like fun and he's gonna make a difference like and he's gonna do something like yeah. good but like he's blinded a bit by that though he's blinded by his yeah. excitement and his passion and he I think because he's also a bit in denial and like like you were saying, he's trying to find who he is. So I think he's like trying to like kind of take on something new. Yeah. But he's not doing it in a way where he's kind of thought it through. He's just like, this is new. Let's try it. Like, mm-hmm. so he's a bit annoying in that respect, I think. But I think he's like not annoying in the first part for me. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. then he just goes downhill. He does. To be honest. He does. Like it's, it's after what's this? I mean, in that 10 out of 10 character. But then after that, I'm like, oh, I'm not a fan. But then Sally, just, I have issues because she had so much potential. I really I think she did. And she really loves Jack. I mean, you got to feel sorry for her. You really have. She's pining. It's a bit obsession, though. It's a bit weird. It's a bit creepy. Do you know when she, like, knocks, taps on the window and he, like, she brings up that basket to his window yeah, 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 yeah. and then disappears? I'm like, Sally... Yeah. Just it is a bit creepy, and like, own it. like I said, like when she's kind of spying on him from the bushes as yeah. well, it's a bit weird. Like I'm just like, come on, like if you want to speak to him, speak to him. Like you know, mm-hmm. just delivering a package and then hiding and running away. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> so she's obviously like quite like shy mm. as well, which I guess comes from the fact that yeah, she's well, the fact that she's not allowed out. <laughs> yeah, she's literally kept in that tower with the crazy scientist yeah. doctor Dr. person. Something. So. And I appreciate, like, she's obviously pretty smart because, like, you know, she has, like, ways to, like, escape and, like, yeah. she poisons. And she, she goes about things in quite a smart way. Like, when she uses a spoon and the soup goes through oh, the spoon. she's so clever. That's very clever. Um, and, like, obviously, like, she has a premonition and she, she warns Jack. Yeah. So, like, she does have a part in the story. It's just not enough for me. I think it is the Jack show, isn't it? Like, it really. Is, yeah. When really I thought it would be about both. I thought I thought it'd be like quite a like iconic love story. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be swept away it's in their relationship. And it's just not there. Yeah. And I feel like it, that could have been there, you know? So Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is very I really, much the Jack show. Yeah, it is the Jack show. And like I, I love Oogie Boogie though as well. Oh. He's very eccentric. <laughs> um 
Although, when a seam gets ripped. That is not okay. That was a bit much. I I remember the first time I watched that, and I was like, I was not expecting that whatsoever. Because I was thinking the whole time, I was like, what is he? (laughs) And then that happened, and I was like, Oh. And it's funny because, like, obviously, like, the, the whole way through there's like hints because there's like bugs everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't realise that that's where oh, they're coming from. So grim. But he's a great personality, great character, great villain. Really enjoy him. Mm-hmm. The mayor can go, he can get in the bin. <laughs> he's extremely unstable, that man. I mean, he goes from like zero to 100 within zero. seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, one minute he's like, loving life and then next it's like everything's over everything's finished like like nothing's working anymore like, i love jack. i love the bit you know when it's like i mean you've got to feel sorry for jack on that it's the fact that like you know like on november 1st and you've got i've got plans for next oh year. my goodness yeah but it's when he's knocking on the door <laughs> and all the others are like at the bottom of the stairs and he's like and he's trying so hard to like yeah. be positive and he's like uh, jack <laughs> He's like, yeah. and you can just tell he's about to turn. His face is about to turn around. Like, it's funny though because oh. it he. I like. I think his character creative in design with mm. the two faces. I like that. I think that's very clever. It is very clever. But it's like his whole life has ended because Jack's left Halloween Town. But like, this is this is a classic example of someone who's in charge who has mm. no idea what they're doing, very and true. somebody else is kind of pulling all the weight and then yeah, he's like the it's like you know in the um in the beginning bit where he's like another great halloween everyone and jack's like yep yeah, all thanks to your efforts mr mayor mm. and he's like oh stop it jack <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you didn't really do anything did you it was yeah. all jack yeah he just like makes loud announcements around town yeah. like he's like yeah. he makes it up he's like the pumpkin king is dead <laughs> That killed me off. I was like, God, how long are you going to be doing this for? Like, you're going to be going for a while. Because he's going around in this car. Yeah, like... <laughs> the tiny little car. The commit. I mean, he's like, got commitment. Jack's dead. <laughs> but it's just the way... I'm like, Halloween is clearly his life. And, like, oh, he relies yeah. on the pumpkin king. And that's what it is. It's like the success of that makes... That validates him as the mayor. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I feel like. It, that's his I life. Agree. That is literally what he is. And again, it's that selfish element of, like, if Jack isn't here, then I'm failing as mayor because I don't actually yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, there's a lot of interesting ones, for sure. Zero is the best character. <laughs> so, that's where I think... What, what, who is your favourite character? Oh, Oogie Boogie is my favourite, I'm not going to lie. It just, it just exudes, like, personality. I, just, yeah. I love his confidence. I just... I mean, yeah. I, I I applaud his his goal. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I just think, even though he's not getting on screen for a short amount of time, we see such a variety of emotions and like character from him. And then even yeah. when like Sally gets a sexy leg out, and he's like, my my. Oh like... yeah. <laughs> he has a presence. Definitely. He does, and I think that comes from Ken Page is such a strong voice. Yeah definitely um because to be fair like his design is pretty boring like initially you know like, like mm. you see you don't really know what he is but i think no. even that like the point of the design for him was quite difficult yes yeah which i can understand because it's like how do you create this on screen um, yeah and to animate him was quite hard because he's just like a blob <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but i also think that's quite cool because again he's very unique and like the way that he yeah, moves yeah. and everything i love um, his movements yeah i think that adds so much to him 
I also just love his sass. I love his sass so oh, much. Yeah. And as we know, I love a sassy character. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. So he is, he is my fave. In the, he's, yeah, he's the person I look forward to in the film. Um, he's just and he's just quite evil. It's pretty like tips the thing and he's like... Oh, yeah. It's he is like... ready to like properly kill Santa Claus. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's dark, but does it, he does it with flair, yes. <laughs> um, which we appreciate. Um, I do love Sally. I think I love I, as a female character in it as well. Mm. She is very active. Like she doesn't sit around and wait for someone to help her. Like she yeah, is constantly she on does. the go. Yeah, that's like she doesn't true. sit in her room and think, "Oh, someone come rescue me." Like yeah, she's like, very much. Me. Yeah, she's like, "Right, I'm gonna rip my legs off and then I'll be yeah. fine." <laughs> like, <laughs> and like the whole like. Um, like the whole like frog's birth and wolf's bane and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff like Very she's clever. so clever and creative and then like and she doesn't give up like, even nope. when she's like caught and then kind of has to go back and um, even when he like locks her and like all that kind of stuff like it's a bit weird yeah. but he like locks her to the chair and all this kind of stuff um she's just very very clever and i think yeah. that is one of my favorite things about her even like when she tries to like create the myths to stop jack from flying and oh yeah that's um, clever I that so part. many things i just think she's She's very clever and she's very proactive and I love that. But I just it's a shame that we don't know more about her because I think yeah. that's what we were missing. Um yeah, and then she's a bit wet for Zach for, for Zach. Who's Zach? For Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like mixed up zero and Jack there. I was gonna say, yeah, you made a new character. <laughs> for Jack, I just think it's a bit like that brings her down a little bit. I'm like, I get you care about him, but like Yeah. She doesn't pay you any attention. No, like she's obsessed. You, yeah. It becomes a bit of a personality. It is, it is it? Cre- yeah, it does, and it is very creepy. Yeah. It is a bit creepy. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um mm-hmm. Jack, I'm the same as you. I appreciate like I love his like commitment and like I love I love that scene where he's in his bedroom and he's like the scientific method and he's like, What does it mean? Oh yeah, when he's studying Christmas. <laughs> when he's doing oh. like the like finding like the square root of a candy cane I or something love like that. So that was cool. very creative. I really I appreciate that. I, well. And then when he's like you know when he, he like melts things and he's like it's beautiful. But what yeah. does it mean? Like yeah. it's so cool. Um yeah. so I love him yeah again like up until that point but it's yeah, after that it does become a bit like Jack, you're a bit exhausting now. Yeah. And it is a bit selfish and it is a bit yeah. like look at me, look at me. Um and yeah, there's kind of no appreciation for anybody else. And I think it's a shame for him because he does kind of change who he is to fit that kind of mold because he wants to do Christmas traditionally, but no yeah. one will listen to him. So he's like, oh, no one's going to understand. So, okay, we'll do a scary Christmas. Yeah. Um, so he's still not really happy with what he's doing. Um, and, you know, again, he just kind of gives an order to kidnap Santa Claus. And again, he doesn't really think that Santa Claus has been preparing for an entire year and he comes yeah, along and just kind he... of like... He's not really thought things through. No, no, he hasn't. Um, and he's—I think he's just very naive as well. He's yeah. a very naive person. Um, uh, yeah, I like him like to most of the film. I don't like him in general, but I, yeah, yeah I think he just needs to just think a bit more about other people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I agree. I love that. I love that. Well, I say kids, but I don't even think they are kids. They're like Lock. What is it called Lock? I'm trying to remember, yeah, that, that, that they're like was... Oogie's minions, aren't they? Yeah, and I th- but I think it's quite funny because like they have masks on instead, oh, don't they? Yeah, I like so that. they're quite clearly like um that's obviously not what their faces are. And I always think like I wonder what their faces are like behind yeah. it properly. Like it's very cool. Um But yeah, oh, it's like lock. It's gonna bother me now. 
I like them, you know, like when they discuss the ways they're going to kidnap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love like, when they go through all of those. That's really, I like that. That's good. And I love how, like, and their relationship is, like, quite obvious that they're, like, a little, like, trio and stuff. Yeah. And it's when she's, like, he's like, but Jack said not to, like, hurt him. And he's like, well, I don't yeah. need to know. Yeah, yeah. Their questionable methods are really funny as well. Yeah. Yeah. I do love them. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they're, they're so funny. It's when they've been, <laughs> they're used to bunny back as well. And he's like, <laughs> and it's when Jack is like, I'm so sorry for this inconvenience. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> after having that, like, you know, when he, like, gets a bit vicious, Jack. Like his face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does that, and then he's like apologizing to the Easter Bunny. Yeah, oh, just, I'm, I'm like, so sorry for this inconvenience. I'm like, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit he's too so funny. He's so polite. It's funny. Um, it's Lock, Baymoth, and Shock. I think is it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good names as well. They are. They are. Um. So yeah. So there's me on characters. I think yeah. I and mean, it's hard to discuss loads of them because there's not very many. No. Um, I also quite like the werewolf. I know it's a bit random, but I do quite like the werewolf. I like. Yeah. There's a lot of merch of him actually as well. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool dude. Um, and then just finally, obviously we talked about songs in detail already. Mm-hmm. But your favorite mm-hmm. song is it? What's this? Yeah, what's this is yeah. definitely my favorite song. I just yeah. love the energy. I think it's because it's Jack's enthusiasm and like the questioning. I love that. Yeah. Like the curiosity the gen- is so cool. I think it's because it's relatable. Because when you were a kid, you were like, "Oh, what's this? Yeah, what does this do? How does this work?" I love curiosity and I think that song encompasses that whilst yeah. also like it does have Christmas in it as well yeah like as in you know like a Christmas song it's got that kind of yeah it's got that bounce it. hasn't it yeah yeah I think it's got like bells in it at points as well yeah like, in the sound it does. so like yeah, yeah. I think it really does kind of emulate like a Christmas kind of mm-hmm. vibe as well so I think that appeals to me in that sense but I also just love the meaning of it and like how it that's my favorite version of jack mm. in that moment like yeah. seeing him like that so that's yeah. definitely my favorite <laughs> song i i love it i really love it um, i love it more now that i've seen like the whole I'm scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think mine is obviously a gibby song but i yes. also think it's worth noting because i haven't listened to this yet but apparently in the soundtrack there is like an epilogue um oh. it isn't in the film but it's on the soundtrack and i haven't listened to it myself actually but so i need to Ooh. do that um but it basically talks about the fact like that like um that jack is a dad and stuff like that and like dad yeah 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 and like how he has like i'm trying to find what the quote is like what? he has like because <laughs> like and there's like a sequel it's like a novel it's a sequel as well like Ooh. where she where sally marries jack Goodness. and then she's like the pumpkin queen i hope a bit um... more time has elapsed between that <laughs> ending and that <laughs> yeah um so I wow. think I need to go listen to that because apparently that is it. That is on the soundtrack. I think that'd be quite wow. cool. Because I mean, we'd assume obviously it's Sally's kids. Um, well, well, yeah. When you said kid, I was like, wait, where? Like in the film, I was thinking like, but obviously then you, yeah, that makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it's like, it says that he has four or five skeleton children at hand who plays oh. together in a xylophone band. Um, wow. There you go. So. Wow. Wow. Well. They, they, they did well. They made a life for themselves, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I think the songs are for me the saving grace of the film in general. Like they are just saving grace Definitely. is harsh, but like they are that they're the star of the show. So big yeah. up Danny Elfman because they're just incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I think that is the main the reason, main takeaway. Yeah, the main reason I enjoyed it. Like I, I really genuinely did enjoy it. Yeah, but like I think it was the songs. Yeah, that carried me through. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I knew there was going to be more songs, so I was like. You know, every time a song started, I was like, oh, 
I like this song. Like, and you're right, because they're all different. It's like, oh, what a time. Yeah, the vibes are so different between them yeah. all, which is nice. It's, it just, I think because it carries the story, the songs kind of are, for me, the bits that tell the story the most. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's a wrap. That's everything on this episode now. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed, then you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or follow us on Podbean or any, Spot- or any, I say any Spotify platform, any <laughs> podcast streaming platform, um, you'll probably find us there. Mm-hmm. If you've been listening for a while, we'd love a review. Um, we've had another like, lovely review on our Coco episode, so thank yeah. you so much. We're glad you liked it. Um, and thank you to the wonderful listeners who have all left really kind reviews. Um, if you've got any Disney-loving friends, make sure to pass us along to them um, so we can all join the Disney fun. Yeah. Um, and we do have um, ad slots for our podcast as well, and you can find all the info about those over on our Instagram and Facebook. So if you're a small business, do get in touch. Yes. Yes, and of course, don't forget to follow along uh, with our Instagram because we do have actual adventures these Current days. photographs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely follow that because we actually have, like, recent, like, content yes. on there. Um, obviously, throwbacks are always good as well, though, while we can't get out we to do. Like, Disney parks we, and we stuff. We do, yeah. We, we, we have a nice mixture, don't we? And we love, yeah. a good, if you love a good Disney quote as well. Oh, yeah. Love a quote. <laughs> and fun fact. You do get more fun facts, actually, you on do. our Instagram page. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's worth a follow yeah. just for that, really, isn't it? Um, and then coming up next time, a bit of a sore subject, we bring the delayed <laughs> Disneyland Paris Studios top picks. So this is where we're going to pick our the top five attractions <laughs> in the Walt Disney Studios Park in Disneyland yeah. Paris. Um, which I think I, I love the first one of these that we did. Yeah, um, me too. So I think this will be a really fun one to record. Um, but in the meantime, feel free to contact us on our email if you've got any queries, questions, feedback, suggestions, anything, uh, which is a sprinkle of Disney podcast at gmail.com. And from both of us. Happy Halloween before we say the end. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Enjoy your trick or treating, film watching, partying, whatever you're doing, pumpkin carving if you can be bothered. Um, Enjoy. And if you're listening to this on a random day in May, we hope you have a nice Halloween in October. Yeah, I'm glad you've got a bit of a spooky season in you at that time of year. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Um, And from both of us, have a magical rest of your day. Bye.